0: listening to the chomp cast the official podcast of sword chomp and remember you can always go to swordchomp.com we can access the many places our podcast is available for download just basically everywhere um you can also support us on patreon www.patreon.com slash um you can wait what's that more take www.patreon.com slash sword wait we have a patreon um, now we we do indeed it's holy it's very shit it's exciting it's very um, and I'm going to tell—I'm actually in a little bit—I'm going to tell them about our VIP page for the hardcore. I was going to say the hardest of the hardcore, but um, we'll get to that in a second. Thank you, Shay. Uh, Kindred show today. Topic of the show is how video games have used basically like family relationships in interesting ways. Um, and this is of course inspired by God of War, um, which is you know there's a relationship between a father and his son at the forefront of that game more than anything. Um, so, and we got uh, help from the Instagram community there as well, at swordchomp on Instagram. So that should be a lot of fun for our big discussion. We have some more follow-up on God of War, of course, because everyone's still playing it, everyone's still talking about it, among other things. Uh, polls were popping this week at the swordchomp Instagram page. Um, <laughs> I gotta slip the word "popping" in there when I can, Shay. I see him dancing on the webcam. Um, results yeah. for... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Results for the, uh, Game of the Year poll... Cardboard gaming via Labo poll. We had a cardboard pizza poll as well. It's cardboard to cardboard there. Um, And Josh's favorite show, The Office. That was one of our polls as well. So excited to talk about that further. A great bio break this week as well for our science discussion involving some new details about how gray hair is linked to health in some interesting ways in our immune system so um it there's tons of cool stuff there's probably some other stuff i forgot it doesn't matter it's gonna be a lot of fun uh so let's get to some intros here the crew that you'll be uh listening to over the next couple hours or so um up first shay i i wanted to highlight you first this week because you my friend shay the professor from japan joining us you're fortunate enough to see the legendary final fantasy composer um was it pronounced nobuo Amatsu? yeah
1: Nobuo Uematsu.
0: Um, Nobuo Uematsu, uh, which we are all very jealous uh, this week in Japan. So, uh, th- th- tell us about that, Shae. That looked amazing.
1: Yeah, dude. It was. Yeah, it was. Like, it's it's weird because, like, as you get, I'm sure as you guys noticed, I'm not I'm not gonna go too long on a diet but like as you get older, you get like less excited. Well, for, I guess for me, I get less excited as I used to. Like when mm-hmm. I was like 16 and I was going to a badass concert, and so I felt like some excitement. But I wasn't, like, super, super, like, feeling the hype. And then we get to the venue, and I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little bit of hype. And then I get in there, and then they're just blaring all the Final Fantasy music, and they have Final Fantasy, like, fight sequences from different Final Fantasies on TV. And they have all these, like, little miniature cardboard (laughs) characters, which I'm going to post on my Instagram later. And I gave you guys one, um, actually, in the private. But I was getting hyped, and then... Mm-hmm. Um they have the orchestra out there. They do their like the first song and then um Nobuo wasn't actually What was the
0: first song? What was the very first What was the very first thing they played?
1: Man. Oh, I should I should know there. this. Um it was the, it was the opening theme. Like the like okay. the bombing mission. For, to that. Final Fantasy VII. and it, okay. Yeah, gotcha. dude, it was incredible. Dude, it they like just Every, every song they did was fantastic, so I'm, I'm not going to hype that up too much, but I will. But he wasn't actually, he wasn't doing the conducting, he was doing like the hosting. Oh.
0: Um, oh, interesting, okay.
1: So there was another conductor, and the conductor was super good. He was animated, it was good, but like, Nobuo was doing like some banter, like trying to basically sell some merch, tell some history, and like do like the transition <laughs> He was like stuff. a host.
0: Yeah, he was, yeah, but then yeah.
1: he actually, he did play a few songs. He, he did, he actually did this, like to the, they did the Moogle theme and he actually did some dancing with two of the other hosts and it was really cool to see oh, him do some dancing.
2: Great. And <laughs> did a little dance.
1: Um, he actually played a saxophone on the Chocobo theme.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I was going to joke about because you, so I put a clip of the Chocobo theme music on our Instagram page. Of all, you said you could film one track. Why the Chocobo theme? Of all the tracks you could film,
1: because that's the one. Well, that's the one that they chose. Um, basically, the rest of it they don't want. Like in Japan, it's very regulated what they let you do and not do. So a lot of like concerts like that you cannot film at all. Like they want you to be there. For oh, the experience. okay, okay, okay. And they allowed for the Chocobo theme, which they also allowed people if you had a musical instrument to come up on stage and perform with them. So, like, if you bought a piece of merch, they give you, like, either, like, clappers or a very flimsy kid tambourine, which Mm -hmm. um, my friend Amy and I brought. Um, And then some people brought guitars. Some people brought, like, musical instruments, like wind instruments. Some people, like, some people really got into it. There's actually a part earlier in the show where you, if you knew how to play the recorder, you could play one of the songs, which I I don't remember which song it was. I, I know. It's terrible of me. Just like,
0: play along to it? That is, that yeah. is fascinating. It was yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. And the conductor actually a the like, big, like, audience crowd. participation.
0: Yeah. Wow, yeah. that is cool. That is yeah, cool. Yeah, dude, it was cool. Like, they yeah, played, so in the video, you like, were just, like, right up on there.
1: Yeah. They, they didn't play the motorcycle theme, and they did not play still fighting, which is, like, the boss music, and they did not play the Turks theme,
2: mm. which were
1: three of the ones I really wanted to yeah. hear. But they did a really, Here. like I said, um, they did um, the map music, which was, like like that was the most visceral experience out of the whole thing because i was sitting there and like you guys know you've heard that music a billion times and you're like "Eh, it's you know it's the map music but the way they did it like it was super solemn and it was just it was very it was like somber and i was just like holy shit dude like it just you like know. it's just like a wall of nostalgia and emotions and memories. It just like hit me. And I was like, Oh my god, this game, like I forgot how much this game really meant to me growing up and like mm-hmm. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest with you, between that and the uh because they did T- Tifa's theme as well, or you know, yeah, they did Tifa's theme and um I almost mm-hmm. started crying during both of those, just the, like how much emotion they're putting <sighs> into the music and like just how much Yeah. Memories I have associated with it, and, uh, yeah, it was it was an incredible experience, dude. Like, I absolutely, absolutely had the time of my life going there. I wish it was longer. Um, it was two and a half hours long, which was, I mean, realistically, yeah. on a weekday, that makes sense. And I can't expect musicians to play forever, but, man, was it absolutely well, worth it.
0: Yeah, that sounds incredible. Well, we're all very jealous. I will say it's a nice transition for me uh, to our next host because, you know, I feel bad, Shay, because in my notes, I had put down... I thought it was a choice to pick the Chocobo theme, and I was like, man, Shay's like my best friend, but I, I feel like in life... Uh, um, You know, every every time Shay's going to take a left, I'm going to take a right. Every time I'm going to take a right, Shay's going to take a left. That's just like the fun dynamic of our friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, he just probably took the Chocobo theme because he was being strange. Uh, But it's not the case. That's not the case. That was the one they wanted for you to film. Um, But I had this whole joke lined up where I was going to say, you go left, I go right. You go, you know, education and safe sex, I go herpes and unplanned pregnancies and that was going to be my (laughs) we're we're diverging past here so you chose herpes? god well I'm just saying that's that's (laughs) (laughs) come on now that was my transition because I was going to say Did you pick the more appealing VD? well I that's a good point we should uh, we should break that down one day what's the most appealing uh (laughs) sexual disease that's Um, the next gas station philosophy podcast
3: yeah Save it for that.
0: Um, anyways, that was my transition. I was gonna say, uh, speaking of herpes, fish is here, uh, and fish. I, I was, I was wondering, um, I, with the micro penis. I just cropped up. Better pop <laughs> with, me. The, with the micro penis, like, is it competing for length with a herpes blister? For like, uh, how does that work when you have a, a micropenis and a herpes outbreak? Uh,
3: you know with that herpes. <laughs> If that herpes outbreak uh, gets a little out of control, yeah, sometimes I'll try and form my herpes into, you know, one big herpes. And, oh, it's, oh, okay, yeah. so they, it's yeah. like a school of fish. Like when you have a bunch of fish that form like a mm-hmm. big school of fish.
0: Okay. Yeah. Reminds me of that book I read when I was a kid where all the fish get together, but the one red fish is like the eye of the fish. You guys remember that kid's book?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Except it's herpes, so. Right. It all comes full <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. that's I like that fish, um well, I'm glad you're here today, fish, so uh we got mm-hmm. a lot of cool stuff to talk about um indeed, my birthday among, among other things so and I'm sorry i I was trying to avoid the micro penis this week, but it just it flowed that way, even when I did the intros backwards, writing Shays first, I still went back to the micro penis. I can't escape it right now, it's all I think about, so <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm sorry, it's like a black hole, it's just so tiny, but there's just so much there
2: yeah it's you can't like- <laughs> can't escape <laughs> it's it. A-
1: it is a i was void. gonna say there you can't i was in. gonna say you can't see it but you know it's there that's what i was gonna say
0: oh. but mm. it's definitely there's a void a lack of something there so it's definitely <laughs> a void that's
1: <laughs> but for you morgan it kind of sucks you in and you're destroyed by it
0: it does it is it is i yeah exactly i heard a micro penis joke on workaholics last night it made me laugh i was like yeah anyways thanks for being here fish and um Joshua Fowler, of course, is here from Michigan. Um, and Josh, uh, my good friend, I'm, I've been starting to feature your strange show pictures that you can normally find at swordchomp.com um, on our VIP swordchomp page. Which, by the way, if you do our $5 Patreon tier, you can get our special VIP top secret Instagram page where we have cool behind-the-scenes things. And that was the first one I put up there, Josh. I put that picture of the tree. So I'm going to give one away, okay, Josh? You can <laughs> explain it to people. I put one up there. It was the tree. Um, It was a joke from the last show, and I was like, does anybody get this? I didn't get any comments. So, I I want, (laughs) everyone's going to be just as confused as I am. But, um, if you go to our website, so it was like a tree with the actor, what's his name, Idris? uh, Idris Elba. Elba, that's what it is. Okay. He's a good actor. I said actress, didn't I? Sorry. Actor.
4: Um, I don't know if you did or not. Normally, uh, I would have jumped on you for that, so I assume you didn't, but.
0: I, I think I corrected myself i'm feeling my brain is feeling in top form today, so I had a couple beers earlier, so i'm I'm kicking all cylinders um <laughs> uh but yeah, Josh, it was explain your joke, so like you're listening to the last <laughs> podcast i want i want to, I, I don't you necessarily explain the joke, but I want you to take people inside the mind of Josh like how do you come about these weird pictures that you make they're very unique
4: <sighs> it's different each week uh. This one mm-hmm. specifically came about because you were having a really hard time pronouncing Yggdrasil. And. Just, I said Yadrasil? I don't
0: know. You, I you, well, you, you, kept, you
4: kept missing Yggdrasil. Gs. There was, there was never a G <laughs> it's, 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 in that word when you said word. it. So I kept hearing Idrasil, yeah. And. Mm, okay. Yeah. Dadrasil.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we take it right back. Right back to the mm-hmm. herpes.
3: Can
0: I get some of that badger cell? Yes, God we damn it. On a fish <clears throat> We need swordchomp brand badger cell. Um, <laughs> so we should get into that game. <laughs> no, we don't. Perfect. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> <We laughs> Every some cranberry juice, microcoms. Oh, there you go. Josh is a yeah, he's the old fashioned method. Yeah, um, but yeah, what I, there's a lot of cool pictures. Every week I'm gonna put those up there. You can see them at swordchomp.com. But maybe we can, you, if you want to guess, and we could talk about maybe the meaning of them every week on the private VIP page. It's an inside joke. But if you want to be in there, then maybe we'll let people in on the inside joke, just to see how Josh's weird-ass mind works. It's a terrifying <laughs> thing. The less you understand, the better. But, oh well. That's
1: just the way it's going to go. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Anyway, glad you're here, Josh. I, of course, am Morgan from Montana. And this is a lengthy intro, because... um. I'm mostly doing fall up It's my birthday today, which is kind of cool. Of course, you guys know... Happy
1: birthday!
0: Lunch. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Fish.
1: And go fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, thank you, Shay. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. Happy birthday, buddy.
0: <laughs> it's funny, because the way you guys are set up on my webcam screen, Fish is like the kind gentleman to my right Shay is like the guy who's always heckling me on the left and Josh is in the middle, sort of like the uh, neutral but disappointed demon in my three-demon tier. Like, if you guys were all sitting, like, Fish is on one shoulder, Shay's on the other shoulder, and then Josh is just, like, right in front of me staring at me. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, it's because Fish has <laughs>
1: Jesus' abs.
2: Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, there you go. Let's
4: the nice I thing move, about that, I though, to- is with the weather's finally finally starting to warm up, a nice three-demon salad is is... But it really hits the spot <laughs> when the Ooh, weather gets that warm. That sounds tasty. San Oni.
0: San Oni. I like that. Three Demon salad. That's going to be... I'm trying to remember all the weird things that come up on that show. Um, all right, fish backed away. So I think we jumped in front of the thing he was going to say. So he's like, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> we we going to follow up on that fish or are we good?
3: Oh no, I just want some Three Demon salad now.
0: Uh, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but anyways, so it was a fun day. I wanted to say this briefly. I'll do this as briefly as I can to give a shout out to my incredible fiance. I woke up this morning and she literally got me out of bed and, um, she had placed a bunch of Taco Bell breakfast, which I know is probably vile to most people out there, but I love it. And she, she, I, I you guys a picture of this, but she had put like the little candles for 32 in the Taco Bell breakfast. And she had like a Pokemon, um, like birthday Table cover for like children that you'd go buy for at the kids' birthday party. And she had it out there. She had Pokemon happy birthday banners all over the. the I'll, I'll put this all up on the VIP Instagram. There we go. I'm going to put it That's on there. That's um, awesome. It was, it was so adorable. And then, of course, she gave me some presents. Um, she really is a saint, honestly. Like, I cannot say enough amazing things about my fiance. Um, and she got me what you'll be seeing a lot on the Instagram a custom sword chomp. Yes, putting up with my man childness, Josh. This is very true.
4: <laughs> I'm um, trying to avoid insulting you right now. It is your birthday. I mean,
0: it's it's, it's but okay if you just sit Josh, there and I'd... read them anyway. Yeah. I'm <sighs> well comfortable with what I am and what I am not. Mm-hmm. Um, generally. <laughs> anyways, she got me a sword chomp custom shirt that you guys are going be seeing a lot, which is the coolest thing ever. And uh, it's been a weird day because uh, I went fishing today. I just actually got done fishing, so I was feeling a little loopy. That's when I had the beers. Uh, caught some weird sucker fish. Um, like Far Cry actually has inspired me to do more real fishing this year because, <laughs> generally speaking, I you guys know I love fishing games, but I don't spend a lot of time like actually doing real fishing. And then Far Cry kind of slapped me in the face and was like, "Hey, we we made a game in Montana and we accented the fishing because Montana has great fucking fishing." So. Um, they kind of woke me up and said, "Yeah, I should do more fucking real fishing." I live in Montana for fuck's sake, so I, that's my resolution.
1: Is that more fucking comma real fishing, or is that was I, that an adjective? Fucking real friends. fishing.
0: Fucking, we're gonna fuck while we're fishing. That's right. I'm gonna throw the bait in the water and then we're gonna go at it, and uh,
1: we're gonna we're going. gonna hump <laughs> until the fish
4: bite.
0: That's right. They'll be biting. Yeah. They call um, that catfishing. Yeah, no, there you go. There you go. Oh, catfishing. (laughs) Shay just got it. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. um, There's some live bait in there somewhere.
0: Somewhere. I will take you, when Josh and Fish come up here, I will take you guys to some of these fishing spots if we had time, or at least one of them.
1: I Um, I will take you real fishing. You go, like, to Wadsworth Pond. I'll take you guys fly fishing. No, no. we're not going to go to
0: Wadsworth Pond. I wouldn't. If someone came to visit me, where I went with, if we're shade, there's this really trashy lake here. That's where I was fishing at. That's where I caught the sucker fish. It's fun, but it's it's no, it's, it's kind of one of those all-purpose no, lakes not. that you can like swim in and boat in. It's kind of trashy. Um, it's not as bad as he's making it,
1: but it's no, not dude, great. No, no, I'm taking you guys real fishing. Thank you guys. Real
0: but fishing. I would say, well, you can't do that because you won't be here. How are you gonna take us real? fishing?
1: <laughs> I know. You're right. All right, that's 25. But yes, right. I will. Well, we'll you're, find gonna, a you're, cool gonna, spot. you're gonna take me. You're gonna take me via Skype. I'm gonna be there in spirit. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, we'll just hold the pole up to our phones while you're there, and you can just pretend
1: to I'm, catch a fish. I'm I'll totally I'll cool it. with that.
0: <laughs> I'll just reel it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It'd be fun. That would be awesome. I'll find a cool location. But anyways, so it's been an awesome day, and. Um, uh, it's been a really cool kind of weird epiphany because as I put up on the Instagram today as well We became a company this week. We launched a patreon. I have a, I have a t-shirt It's not really merchandise but it's a custom t-shirt. So it's been like a weird like sort of strange I hate to use the word trippy because it's kind of overdone trippy, but it's just been a really trippy uh couple days for sure. So um, That's a cool thing and that's what age and growing is all about reflection So that's the end of my gas station philosophy rant um, moving on to the topic of the show, um, <laughs> Josh just called me a valley girl with a beard. Josh, <laughs> just say these things out loud. I'm just going to say them from now on for you. I'm trying to save the really them. horrific
4: ones for chat.
0: All right. I'm a valley girl d-
4: with a beard. I, I didn't want that picture in everyone's minds because it's already ruining my own.
0: <laughs> eh, well, you know. If you're in the best of both worlds, there. Topic of the show though is about um, is about family. So this is basically roughly inspired by the fact that in God of War, it, like I said, there's a relationship between a father and a son that's the forefront. And video games don't often chase those themes, you know. Like there have been a few, um, and even in God of War, for me personally, like I like the story, but the actual, as far as I am in the game, the actual father-son story has not affected me as a father as much as I thought it would in ways that I thought it would like, for example, like, uh, yeah, I have two daughters, but like, I'm interested in the God of war story because it's an interesting story, but it's not hitting me in a lot of, in, in, in a lot of like, Oh, I know what that's like, or I've experienced hmm. that. or it, it's, it's odd. I don't know why that is. We can talk about that maybe a little bit later, but some of our favorite experiences where games have affected us that have dealt with family. Um, I want to see where this goes. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, I will kick it off here. I'm going to throw it to Josh. I'm going to see what you're going to do here to kind of kick this one, Josh. What were you thinking? By the way, we're going to have some Instagram comments that we're going to throw in here as well. Cause we got some really good ones. When you started thinking about like family and video games and how they use that element, interesting ways. What did you start thinking?
4: Oh, um, well, I mean, since I'm playing God of war currently, I mean, that one kind of came to mind, but I figured we'd save the God of war for when we all talk about that one. But, beyond yeah, that yeah. um i mean there there are some good ones um and one that stuck out to me was actually in uh, night in the woods which
2: is one of those mm-hmm, games that is one. not mm-hmm. my
4: not my favorite game but has really stuck with me um like it just it's really affecting mm-hmm. the way the dialogue is written in that game is amazing um yeah the the main character may um Basically goes back home after, you know, failing out of college. Um mm-hmm. and has to, you know, deal with living with her parents again. And watching her relationship with her family, but especially with her mom in that game is just just great. Like uh yeah. it feels so real and so so affecting just the way they interact with each other. Um just because, you know, obviously Mae's left home and decided she has her own opinions about everything and then comes home and, you know, <laughs> has to live under her parents roof again. Yeah, like, her her again. like,
2: yeah. Yeah,
0: like they, there's still a lot of love there, but there's a little awkwardness because, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's not a failure, but she has just failed. Um, and she's also going back to her hometown, and you're kind of seeing how her, like, yeah. friends and pa- family have developed alongside mm-hmm. of her. It's, a, it's yeah. something a lot or, of people can Or haven't. To, yeah. Or haven't? Or haven't? In yeah, a, lot, yeah, of, a
4: lot of ways, because uh, you know, May May went off to college and decided she was an atheist, and her mom still works in the church office part time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And just seeing the way they interact with each other at that point is it's it's really good. It's really really good. That's a game that that's a I, I really think is worth playing just a just to see the way it handles the characters in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah something that i was not in love with when i first played it but has really stuck with me really stuck with yeah me. i
0: like i want to give another chance because i liked the story the only the mm-hmm. reason it lost me is because it really wasn't a game there's really no game attached to it
4: yeah it's, there's just bits uh, and pieces here and there but it's mostly just mini games just narrative yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and that's uh, that was kind of tough for me when i the, Couple days I played it, but yeah, they do a great job. I'm surprised most people didn't mention that on the Instagram because that mm-hmm. one was huge. Because you, you have to get used to the fact that the people in the town are like animals, like cats and stuff. But I mean, that's just the art style. That's just the art direction, it is yeah. Um, so once you accept that, you're fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good one, Josh. Yeah, that is a, a good example of dealing with family and a, new, a recent one too that connected with a lot of people. Um, what mm-hmm. about you, Fish? Like when you started thinking about family and like memorable examples to you or mm mm-hmm. um, What are you thinking?
3: Yeah, the most recent one that really stuck out to me was um uh What Remains of Edith Finch. God damn it, I no. knew you were
1: gonna take mine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's it's really good though. Like mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, this family's curse, but yeah, it goes into so much depth into uh given all these different family members a personality and, um, you just hearing their stories, um, while you don't necessarily play them at certain times, other times you do, um, uh, each family member just feels like a real person and, um, they, they go into depth of, uh, just pushing you towards, like, how the relationship is with other family members. Um, or maybe an interesting person. I don't know if they all feel real
0: cuz some of them are pretty fucking out there, but yeah. very yeah. eclectic and unique and like fleshed out for sure.
2: Mhm.
3: Definitely, yeah. And it's a, it's a big family that um is essentially on that family tree. Um yeah.
2: It's and a family tree.
0: Like, I mean, th- there's no map. The map in that game or what you pull up is basically just a family tree. It's That's all it mm-hmm, is. It's basically mm-hmm. a giant family tree. <laughs> so that that's a good one. There's no more family game
3: than that, technically, if you think about it. So. <laughs> technically, yes. It's not very much of a family game, I would say. But, I mean, because there's so much tragedy in it, it's yeah, just very sad. Kids. <laughs> don't <laughs> play with your kids. <laughs> but, like, Yeah. like hearing all their different stories and how they interact with each other back when they were existing and living on the Mm -hmm. world. Like it's very affecting and like hearing how like a certain nephew or uh, a niece has uh, a a relationship with their, their uncle. um, It's just interesting. And hearing like uh, the daughter, like, uh, the main characters, uh, Edith's mother, how her father dies, like, and, yeah. like, how it com- comes down, like, down through the generations, essentially. Like, it's, it just really hits home as far as, like, what this family is and, like, how it affects each character and mm-hmm. how they behave down, you know, the timeline of this family. And, yeah, that really stuck out to me. Is just, like, you really... In that game like they really flesh out this whole family tree and they they use all those characters in that family to kind of create a, a a cohesive story that they were telling in that game
0: yeah yeah that's a good one that's a really good one. and they use the, the gameplay in interesting yes. ways i guess or the structure of the game is built around every section of the house being a member of the family so they're yeah. they're using it in an interesting gameplay dynamic as well um
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh what about you, Shane, now that Fish stole your answer. Now you gotta scramble here.
1: Yeah, I was I I had a backup, so um I think my favorite <laughs> is Pokemon Red and Blue, because like the main character never really knows that <laughs> Professor Oak smashed his mom. And that's his dad. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, I'm man. kidding, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I never give a shit. No, if answer. they
0: turn that into a storyline, that would be great. That would Actually be great, there is in Pokemon, Pokemon Gold and Silver in Pokemon Gold and Silver, your dad actually now you mentioned shit, your dad is I think the first gym leader you have to go up against, or he's one no he's like the third or fourth gym leader. And uh, there's like this weird something dynamic like there, which is kind of yeah, yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah. No, my yeah. my real answer, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sorry for cheating a little bit. I'm just gonna say the Final Fantasy series. Um, obviously for reasons I talked about earlier, I've been really thinking about that series a lot. A lot of the games that I have played in that series, um, Final Fantasy VII is one great example because you have um, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse, who are a member of Avalanche, who kind of feel like the adoptive adopted siblings um, of Barrett. And Barrett and Tifa kind of have mm. that interaction with Marlene, which I think yeah. is a really cool dynamic at the beginning, and it's a lot of the driving force at the beginning of the game. Um, Final Fantasy VIII is another really great example because... Um, I think we're way past spoilers at this point, uh, the whole orphanage scene where they're all, they all grew up together. And on top of that, when you are watching the flashbacks, um, with, uh, his name's Laguna. If I remember correctly, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole dynamic with, um, Julia and the child, um,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. final Fantasy 10, obviously is largely driven by family as Titus is always, kind of in Braska's shadow
0: his dad
1: yeah and yeah yeah just yeah just a lot a lot of that series obviously addresses so many different aspects of human what's the human inter, interaction i guess is the best way i can yeah, word right. that and family is one of the biggest driving factors in that game and yeah i i've always loved that dynamic because
2: At times it's lighthearted,
1: and at times it's just very, um, it's very real, and it's very moving.
0: And at least from what we remember of it, because I know we played a lot of those games as a kid. But yeah, I would agree with you. The interesting thing about those games is I generally remember the character interactions and their and their storylines more than like the over because the overarching plotline in every Final Fantasy game is like a generic end of the world. Kind of a thing, right? But it's a subplots. It's, it's, it's just things.
1: so convoluted. And then, like, it feels yeah, like the yeah, family yeah, parts. Yeah. yeah. I agree.
0: I, yeah, I couldn't even explain it to you. Like, I could experience it and enjoy it, but I was just like, I couldn't explain why they were, what was happening. Right. You know? If
1: someone asks you to ex- sit down and explain Final Fantasy Seven to them, no. you're no. like, uh, well, uh, Cloud... Uh, He was a like a like a soldier, but he was not like like he was like a duplicate, and he was like fighting this guy who had mommy issues. There's a thing, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Yeah, seven was interesting because instead of having the faceless evil show up as only the last form of the last boss, they just kind of start with it. Like, just some faceless evil that you're dealing with the entire game and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, but that's kind of what's cool, too, because that that involves the family, because
1: obviously Sephiroth um, is, you know, wanting to reunite with Jenova, which is his mother. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the the family stuff Mm -hmm. is littered throughout the game. Like, I was was messaging you guys earlier, um, I think it was last weekend, actually, because I was reading this article that was talking about... um, um bogenhagen um and yeah hmm. uh, basically that whole dynamic when you first get to Cosmo Canyon and Red 13 um what you learn his name is Nanaki um like he's thought this whole time that his father was like this traitor and just let the whole tribe die and then you you know go you go through this whole kind of like meditative historical sequence of like killing all these members um, of the Gee clan to basically learn that, oh, wow, uh, his father actually died in battle and yeah. was turned to stone, you know, and it was just like this, like, as a kid, I didn't realize how impactful that scene was, like, that whole sequence, and then going back to play it um, as a senior in high school. I realized all oh, this scene was more impactful but even reading it as an adult it gave so much more layers and that's what you know that's what gaming is all about you know you go back mm-hmm. to the games that you played as a as a youngin or you played at a different point in your life and then you just reabsorb that material and you just glean different values and lessons from it and uh yeah it was yeah that 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 whole series and especially set well, all of them they're all predicated a lot on family values and family love and yeah yeah yeah
0: well that's actually an interesting uh segue because my actual my my weird sort of choice was uh not final fantasy 15 but i started thinking a lot about how brotherhoods to me are like a weird Mm -hmm. form of like family in a way um a lot of games that touch on that i really like because i've always been fascinated obviously by that i mean what we do here is sort of like a brotherhood and um i've always been interested in that concept because i think that games they haven't really done family in a lot of ways that are has really affected me, at least yet. There are some examples, like, someone mentioned in the comments that I'll read here, uh, Heavy Rain was was a good example. If you guys remember that, regardless of how that game holds up, I mean... Jason! Yeah, (laughs) the opening scene in that game, the father is losing his child in a crowded mall, and like, I remember at the time, I didn't even have... The opening
4: scene in that game, the father is brushing his teeth.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely uh,
0: he's brushing his teeth, he's taking a shower. For some yeah. reason they hey, figured like, that would be I'd a like good that intro. Scene. I like that scene, Josh. That scene is still <laughs> cool. It's very it's classy, it's artistic. <laughs> um but no, yeah, so there in the beginning of that game there's a scene where you lose your kid in a mall, your other kid gets kidnapped. I thought they did the family really well in heavy rain at the time. Um in a pretty effective way. And um I I, I guess while I'm there I might as well just read Read the damn comment, which, by the way, every Thursday at Swordchomp on Instagram. If you leave a comment, we may read it on the show. Um, but Danny P518 said, "Heavy rain, Ethan, Jason, and Sean. Just the devastation Ethan faces and the blame he puts on himself. Um, it's heavy. I assume it's a joke that he put it in there. Um, how one outcome mm-hmm. can leave you watching a, a broken person who's essentially just a husk of a human being, like fish, and one being the polar opposite." Another one that i remember still sits with me is Dom and Maria from Gears of War. See, he had me with Heavy Rain, lost me with Gears of War. He totally lost me with the Gears of War thing. Um, but that's fine. I'm not gonna bash that one. I just, I couldn't get into the whole meathead thing in that game. I just could not. Uh... But... That, that's surprising. Yeah, surprising huh. me being a meathead. That right? huh. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think how you're trying to say it so nicely. You're like, it's surprising, huh. considering you're, uh, uh, one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> you say it, fish. Just fucking say it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with <laughs> glean, like whatever you glean from any game is cool. Especially like, yeah, uh, mm. you get some from Gears. Were well, cool. It wasn't like yeah. a, I don't think yeah. it was really any of our thing, but I mean, like, it's a very popular series for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I was just saying that in jest. Obviously, I respect everyone's opinion, but I'm just you know like to be honest and also have fun. Yeah. Anyways, but what even it's wrong?
4: But people... you show that you respect yeah. It, Morgan. Yeah, he respects all opinions. <laughs> Even all those idiots <laughs> who have wrong opinions.
1: Look, look, I'm, whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I'm here to make whoa, whoa. The sh- There's I'm- no reason <laughs> why you need to insult me like that, Josh.
0: Hmm. <laughs> um, but no, thank you for your comment, Danny. I agree with the heavy rain thing 100%. And look, I honestly, my, my goal is just to make the show entertaining. And be honest, that's all I can promise you do. So thank you for that comment. I will say this. When I was thinking about games like Final Fantasy XV, where it's like a brotherhood, right? They're not technically a family, but they almost become a family. And a lot of video games are like that like you go on a journey with people and throughout the by the time you get to the end of the game you feel like a family um and most RPGs are like that in a lot of ways like even in Mass Effect by the time I was done with with Mass Effect 2 I felt like that was a family that I had you know and i think that video games do a great job of making you feel like you're in a family after you spend time and you get to know those characters in a lot of ways that you maybe wouldn't expect um so that was just something i started thinking about and Um, I was trying to use any other examples, Uh, but, but the big one for me, we fantasy 15 was a good example. I mean, you're like fishing with your friends, you're cooking, hanging out together. And that just was like, that'd be so cool. Like we all, if we all dropped in a uh, drop, we all jumped in a, a fancy car and traveled some crazy fantasy world together. Like that's, that's a cool dream. And they grow together and become friends. And that transcends all through a lot of games in a lot of interesting ways. So anyways, um, I wanted to go through and read some comments with you guys here. We can respond to them. People left them on the page. I just read one as well. Um but I will kick I'll give you guys time, a second here to pull up the Instagram page and see if one tickles your fancy. Um 2092 says, "Definitely Joel and Ellie's relationship in The Last of Us. They started out not knowing each other, um to him treating her as a package that needed delivering. By the end of the story, he sees her like the daughter he's lost and can't make the sacrifice for the greater good. So that's a a good example. And the opening scene in The Last of Us, spoilers, yeah, is heartbreaking. I mean, that's a that's that's a that's a tough scene. It really is. Yeah. I mean, that was one that hit me. I mean, he loses that actually hit me more than pretty much any almost any other family situation. Because if you haven't played the beginning of The Last of Us, you know, a his daughter. You guys okay with me just saying this? Are you comfortable with that?
4: Yeah. I mean, you're spoiling the beginning it's, it's, of the game, but it's, the, what?
0: first ten minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. I think it's old um, enough at this point can, that we can, so.
0: Go YouTube it if you haven't seen it. But basically, his daughter dies. His daughter dies in his arms, and it's heartbreaking how it all, how it all happens. It's, it's really fucked up and crazy, and, uh, and but he grows a new relationship with almost like this new, which is almost kind of fucked up in a way. It's almost like a new daughter that he picks up along the way through circumstance. So there's a lot of interesting layers, though. So, great comment. Uh, Josh, do you see a comment on the Instagram page that you would like to...
4: Yes. Um, This one, actually, another one, but since I decided to read the comment, I didn't mention it. Um, Messi Valoni says, currently playing Persona 5, Sojiro Sakura is quite lovely father figure. Grumpy on top, but inside (laughs) having a heart of gold. Taking care of kids that are not technically even his who would really bother Mm, yeah yeah and he he hit that that whole relationship between the main character and sojiro is just just wonderful um just the way that's handled in persona 5 is one of my favorite favorite relationships just seeing the dynamic there is just really really cool
0: And it started off, I agree, I agree, like especially later on, but it started off kind of annoying because you stopped a girl from basically becoming sexually assaulted and everyone hates you because you you beat up a guy to do it and I always thought that was really annoying. I'm like, what? You're defending this girl? Who cares if you assaulted a man who was assaulting a woman? Like, you're a hero, but you're treated, it's a crime, you, you get in trouble and you're treated like this fucking like, problem child, and you have to go stay with this guy, and he's really reluctant to take you in. He's like, fuck this kid, this kid, I'd take it in this fucking kid. And eventually, you 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 kind of break through over time and you have a great relationship, but I thought the basis of, like, his anger towards you, I thought was kind of stupid, honestly. Now, I don't know if that's a, a cultural thing or what, but I always thought it was strange that the entire basis of you being a bad kid was based off the idea that you protected a woman from being sexually assaulted. Did anyone else not think that was strange?
4: Well, I mean, sort of, but Obviously the whole story going on there is that the guy you stopped was a political figure. So no one no one ever heard that you stopped him from doing something. You're just some little shit who beat up you know this political figure who you know That's true. Got away that's with true. Thing, yeah, that that's so.
0: well that was I get, but that's the basis of what you learn eventually. But mm-hmm. that's a good point. That's a good point, Josh. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Deal yeah. with it. Um Um yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, really good comment. Fish, is there a comment here that tickled your fancy?
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, the Theodorus uh, says I think the big daddy slash little sister relationship should be mentioned. Loved how weird it is. And also, he goes on uh, to say, um, Aiden and Jody from Beyond Two Souls also had a cool mm. and different relationship. Never played Beyond yeah. Two.
4: Speaking of which, Two Souls, but that one's free mm. this month for ps plus so i'm i'm going to check that one out because i haven't played it yet but i actually i saw that comment and saw that it was free and figured i'd check it out since
3: oh i'm gonna have to do the same yeah but yeah the the bioshock uh reference to the big daddies and little sisters um that is a very weird relationship um it's almost like a symbiotic type of relationship because those little girls were essentially you know Their their minds are so fragile that they, as they grow up, they're taught, essentially, to, like, harvest Adam from these people, and it's just, like, this weird, like, I don't know, brainwashing that they received as a kid, and then that's all they know is they walk up to a corpse and they pull out, extract the Adam, and, like, it's a very grotesque type of thing, but Mm -hmm. these big daddies have to, you know... Protect him like a father figure, almost, um, and those little sisters know to always go near a big daddy whenever troubles uh brewing around you. So, yep. yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a very. I
0: mean, it's right there in the name, little sister, big daddy, but it's not really, it's not really family, but yeah, not necessarily, in a, yeah, and like a loose video game term, it is. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it, it is, it's yeah. still, it still falls into this discussion because it is. Kind of playing yeah. on the fence of the themes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a good one. What about you, Shay? Comment here. You want to read for us?
1: Um, basically, you took all the ones that I knew anything about. <laughs> so I don't have any to really read because I don't. So I'm going to take okay. DK, DK Gerbil's, where he just put a crying face okay. from laughing at your oh, your video. There's...
2: Okay.
0: Well, then, good call. Good call. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Well, really. Seriously. Though, the only I two I knew were... anything about was, yeah. was um the the heavy rain one because we okay. all played that game. It was a great game. And then the Nathan Drake and Elena one were the only ones I really knew anything about. Hmm.
0: Yeah. And well. Yeah. And Gil Beasley's yeah. comment about Nathan Drake and Elena was interesting because yeah, for sure. Um. Uh. Like like you were saying, the fourth game really drove it home. Yeah, um, and that so well, and and that's true. Yeah, because you know the brother came. Which at first I was, I know I didn't like the brother character that much. The fact that they were able to introduce a brother in the fourth game and still make that work it, yeah. is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah,
4: um, exactly. Like I, I can't believe they pulled that off. Like mm-hmm. just like the yeah.
0: The crux of that story is based on sort of the guilt you can feel with family that I think is very relatable, which is,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: whether and this is not a new theme to games, but just the basic idea of, you know, you owe something to this person because they're a family, and you went through a lot as a kid, but they come out of nowhere, and they're causing problems in your life, but you still feel like you owe them something because they're for your family, and you love them, and they're going to destroy your life in the process, but you have to do it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and, uh, from a gameplay perspective, they did some interesting things with that too, because you'd be traveling around with your brother, like in those gameplay sections, and he would just be that, you know, the the natural dialogue and the chatter. So, yeah. like, it really enhanced the relationship. It felt natural, like two brother, like even the the flashback sequences where you guys were playing kids were yeah. really cool as well. So, I was I I tried to think of more interesting ways that the games used it from like a gameplay perspective or a narrative, much like God of War's doing, and you know, Uncharted did to a degree. so, so we're kind of touching on that. um uh, but it's tough. It, it really is. Um, sorry, Fish. What are you
3: showing us on the Fish is showing us something weird on the webcam. He distracted me. I think he's trying um, to take a picture. <laughs> no, it was. I was just seeing a reflection of you guys. And you guys just got oh sidetracked God. by your own reflection. <laughs> you dumped. It's like a. It's, it's like Fish a small saw something playing. shiny and had to play with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yes. And
0: thank you. Thank you, Fish. Thank you for that input. Um, the very last one I think is a good way to send this off would be um, Kaz ground This is an interesting one that I didn't play, but I heard a lot about. Kaz Gur One M Three said, "Man, I was going to mention Joel Nelly, but someone already did. So I'll go with the Dragon Cancer. Holy shit! If you are a parent, this one will make you appreciate them um, a whole lot more. The narrative about uh, parent loss of their child will definitely give you the feels. And Gone Home. Um, mm. If you have an L." LBGT relative or sibling, you may not realize how hard it is for them to come out. The slice of narrative in this game uh, that about the internal struggle is done. Wait, which game had the um, the LBGT? Was that Gone Home?
4: Yeah, yeah, that game. I oh, was... never played that. Oh, oh, spoilers! you miss out on no, that one? Spoilers! Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I, that's
4: pretty <laughs> I... early on. You learn that about your okay, okay. your sister who hadn't graduated and left home yet when you. So anyway, um. Yeah, okay, the family okay. dynamics in that game are really cool. Like, it's... um, They kind of add a rationale behind the whole conceit of reading everything about everyone in yes. games like you always do. You're You're coming home after being gone for a while, and no one's there, so you're, you know, seeing, just checking out your own house, you know, seeing what everyone's been up to and everything. Um yeah. And the way that's handled is really cool. The way you learn about, you know, your family and it's interesting because a lot of it's stuff you should already know as as a character, but as a player you don't. Um because it's, you mm-hmm. know, it's stuff you were there for. Um but because of that, you kind of get to form your own opinions about it instead of you know, just kind of having opinions forced on you by playing this character it's it's done really well really well um,
0: yeah i i have heard that sentiment as well it sounds interesting i yeah it's I definitely worth playing it's only
4: only a work. couple hours yeah. to go through a couple hours okay yeah well i mean if you're one of the dinguses who like to complain about walking simulators you can find the control points to be able to progress through the score, story and get through in about 15 minutes but actually reading oh, wow. everything and, you know.
0: Yeah, envir- there's environmental storytelling. Yeah,
4: like, the, the game whole game is so environmental so. storytelling. So, like, I've seen yeah, complaints yeah, about exactly. people, oh, it's a five-minute game and stuff like, actually, there's a ton to read there and a ton to discover, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, but but it's still a game you can, you know, pick up and put down in one sitting.
0: Dingus? Josh is calling you a dingus if, you, mm-hmm. if, you, if that's your opinion. You're just a big dingus. Whatever a dingus is.
1: Sounds you're mad. a big penis if you don't agree
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey i'll take big penis any way i can get it all right so anyways um on that note uh thank you for everyone chiming in on this conversation uh remember every thursday at sword chomp on the instagram page uh we will have a new topic of the week family most games you know play 40 hours with a little group or a party or whatever you're gonna feel like you're a family and that's a cool thing but how they've hit on it, we've all mentioned a lot of interesting ways. And God of War is what inspired this. And we've been playing more God of War. Some of us more than others. I think Shay and Josh are falling on the spectrum of playing a lot more than me and Fish. I know Fish probably hasn't even touched it uh, since the last time we talked. And I played uh, for about three more hours.
1: Uh, I keep on I falling. Oh, you in did? Oh, okay. love with
2: you. I never lost a one.
1: Enjoy that edit, there. Josh.
0: <laughs> I don't even like that song and you made me look
3: like a fool. Um Wait wait, Fish, did you when did you play it? Um I played a couple more times, but yeah, I ended up uh Getting into the dragon, I guess. Got to the dragon, okay, good, good. Got past that, and I think the game opens up one more time as the lake kind of yes. drains more, yes, and then sir. it opens up more of that open world side quest type yep. of stuff. And um, uh, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to go that type of direction in God of War, where like you keep going back to this hub world that mm-hmm. constantly evolves as you yeah. progress through the story.
1: Um, smart, it's
3: which smart. Is, yeah, it's it's very weird, like what they do, but like it. Yeah, fish. it's weird. You said it's smart. How about that?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it does. Well, uh... it's,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy because what they had to do is they had to clear all the tears out of the lake that I cried, the the tears of joy playing that game because it's so great. <laughs> so they just had to wow, keep draining wow. the lake.
4: <laughs> you know, oddly uh, enough, okay. oddly enough, that lake is the uh, the one thing that breaks immersion for me. Because, like mentioned before, that lake drains twice, and for some reason, for some reason, the people who you know were living around that lake and had ruins and stuff everywhere decided to put boat docks at several different water levels around that lake <laughs> just just in case just in case the lake Isn't decided a, to drastically is, drastically change its volume yeah. I think
1: I think that just says something about the ice age, you know what I'm saying, and like how glaciers have melted and that filled up. And then more people started using the fresh water and there's just not enough fresh water in these lakes anymore. And it's going to be a huge issue in the next 50 years because of climate change. Well,
0: what what happened was it was probably reversed, Josh. They built them as it was lower and then every time it rose, they had to build a new dock. See Uh what I'm saying? So... That's my only theory that I got.
4: Okay, so so the immersion breaking is has more to do with the snake deciding to get back out of the water at See, very I'm, precise I'm,
0: levels. Immersion, I don't know. I don't ever really deal with a lot of immersion breaking. Like,
4: I don't <laughs> really feel a lot of immersion. The whole thing is I a joke. Games. But yeah I, just, I know, I know, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I agree just, though. That's it's that very, convenient.
1: very convenient. Very convenient. Was, was thought those I had. Them. I was like,
2: <laughs> man, these guys
1: had the foresight to build these docks at multiple sea levels
2: very mm-hmm.
1: very or i guess lake levels but yeah, yeah very very, <laughs> very smart of them
0: so you're really that high on this game it huh? sounds like you are falling in line with the masses of god of war lovers i am
1: there. yeah dude like i actually got into an argument with a friend because like i told him i was like telling other people to play this game and he's like you're not a real fan because you only played the first one and you skipped two and three and I was like... Well, he's telling the truth. Well, I was like, whoa, man. I was like, I can, like, different entries. And, like, we got to a big argument about it. But, um, yeah, I ac- yeah. absolutely love this game. Um, at, at first, I was like, oh, this is a beautiful game. It's kind of fun. And then all the side missions started opening up, and that's really where I've started falling in love with the game. And, mm-hmm. like, the story is... Don't get me wrong. The story is great. The story is phenomenal. Uh, it's like we've already talked about um it's uh like it's great great actors uh, voice actors for me it's well paced I understand for some other people that it's not the pacing isn't as desirable but for me when like when the side missions started opening up is when it really got interesting because as you're traveling along on that lake they have like these different dynamics like for example um when it's just Kratos and uh, boy, uh, he asks Kratos to start telling him some like stories, and they're like all these stories that we've heard so many times, but they're told through Kratos's mm-hmm. eyes, and like they're all these fables, and it's just hilarious how they're told because like he tells it very deadpan, and uh, um, Atreus, in the, the hair, yeah, and Atreus <laughs> will be like, Yeah, that's it. And Kratos is like, yeah, yeah. He's sucks. Like, that. Yeah, don't really know well, how to tell he'll story tell the stories, well, but
4: he'll only tell the moral of the story, right? Like he'll, exactly. he'll skip, he'll skip everything that kind of keeps you interested in these fables and everything along the way, and then just, right. just, exactly, just give the lesson. Like there was a yeah. tortoise and a hare, and they were having a race, and the hare was a jackass who was too confident in himself, and he lost. I'm like that's that's the way he'll yeah. tell yep. the story. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's
0: the weird thing about what they're doing with him in this game is they're they're actually they want you to laugh at Kratos in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but not because he's funny, but because he's so lame. <laughs> it's a strange a tactic to to take to his character. Like
1: I yeah, say Kratos lame, is kind of lame. Like deadpan. He's so deadpan.
0: Well, but I mean, his personality's one one note. So he's just like, ah, oh, this is how I feel. This is how uh, it is. And I disagree uh, with you
1: there because it should like remember at the beginning of the game when he's trying to reach out to his son. Because he wants to show that he cares. Like on the Mm -hmm. surface, he's a one note. And I think that's what you're saying, and I agree with you. But there's a lot of layer there. And it's and they've been building. In in
4: the last three games, he was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's more of yeah, he has more layers now, but I still feel like there are a lot of layers that are still very close to that. But I, I don't it's not necessarily a criticism unless you just don't like it. It's just interesting that they want you to laugh. Like that joke you're saying is based on the fact that he sucks at telling a story because he's just this is how I think, and this is the way I am. This is how I tell people. Th- you know, like
1: they kind of want
0: you to laugh at his, his lameness. That's all I mean. Well,
1: but yeah, it's it's like that's yeah. that's a part of the game though, and that's what's making this game so great is you're seeing the evolution of this character that for three games was such a one note character, and it's happening at a slow pace, which is why I understand for some people the pacing of this mm-hmm. game is yeah, not the most it's desirable. Rocky. But, mm-hmm. it, it, it and for you, yeah, but for me, it's like, you see that slow evolution, and I think that's very lifelike. That's that's a real-world experience. People well, don't, I, I mean, like, there are jarring experiences, like, his wife Faye dying, and that's like at the beginning of the game. And as you realize, people handle that differently, and I feel like that is, that gives credence to Kratos's rough, gruff, tough... <laughs>
4: Yeah. Exterior. Well, but,
0: but you don't go ahead, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. I know well, you won't jump
4: in there. They can't rush it at this point because this is the fourth game. If they rush his character development, especially people are just going to completely, no one's going to buy it because he's been, you know, like like we mentioned before, he's just this one note character, just so yeah, full yeah, of rage fast. for so long that. He's going to have to slowly change at this point. They can't just have him turn around and be right. dad of the year all yeah. of a sudden. No one's going to buy mm-hmm. that. Um, no, no, I'm not. Robin so.
0: Williams is dad of the year, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really dumb You better movie. watch the of. shit no one else talk gets that
4: Robin Williams. That,
0: that was, was a good hey, movie. Crazy. I'm not, no, that. it was a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a
1: movie. That was but a yeah, good yeah, movie. I, I get, movie. get that. Yeah. It yeah. was a good I, movie.
0: I'm not saying it was bad. I just don't... Jesus
1: Christ. Don't talk shit on him. Uh I can see fish getting ready
0: to jump in there too. So, so I mean, but we're t- I'm talking not necessarily the pacing of his character, but I think the cur- criticism is the pacing of the game. But that's a subjective yeah. thing too, well, as well. Um,
4: slightly. I, mean, I have a, I have a pacing criticism, and it it's, it's in the same vein as well because Kratos's evolution goes so slowly through the whole game, um, whereas your son. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm gonna try to avoid spoilers with this. Um, yeah, please do. Uh, anyway, um, a story beat happens in the game, and instead of being, you know, a good kid who's basically listening, trying to learn everything he can from his dad, and you know, respect his mom, who the the whole point of the game is you're trying to go, you know, spread her ashes where she wanted to be, um, mm-hmm. before she, before she died, and something happens in the game, and Atreus just decides that he's a huge fucking jackass at that point. Like, oh, I'm the most important thing in the world. I'm going to give everyone shit about everything. But Mm, the way they handle this, it happens so fast, at such a breakneck speed, that it's... It's it's, a little abrupt. It's hard to believe. It's... It seems unrealistic. Especially compared to, like we said before, how slowly they handle Kratos' evolution. Like, it happens, and then in order to stop you from wanting to murder your own child by the end of the game, he switches back just as abruptly once they're done with that whole story beat. And the whole thing ended up feeling really awkward because they just, I felt, the whole thing felt rushed. It felt really yeah. rushed. Um, Interesting.
0: I'm curious to see what that, what that feels like. Yeah, but, I haven't and, gotten and that far hold, yet.
4: Yeah. Hold that
0: just for a second, too, um, Josh. Fish! I want to get your opinions on this, because I haven't heard too much from you yet. Um, you did get to the Dragon, which is exactly where I stopped, too. I stopped just a little bit after the Dragon. So we're all, we've are all we all gotten to the Dragon, mm-hmm. so that's a nice barometer for us, um, just because I've been busy with a lot of sword charm stuff. But how how you feel? Like, last time I talked to you this week, you said you you thought it was a really great game, but you haven't, like, felt like a strong,
3: you know, pull for it yet, or... I don't know. How are you feeling about it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's like... I, I mean, they changed up how exactly the structure of God of War is by, you know, open, giving you an open world, giving you a hub world, having loot in the game, um, different skills that um, create you can equip to your axe, um, and having a companion with you. Like, there's a lot of changes in the God of War series that, all of which makes sense to put into this game to make bring it up to par with. Um, current games that are coming out uh, more appealing to, like, the masses, but it, it's just that it, it feels like it's something that's trying to appeal to a wider range of people. So it's um, a little
0: safe, you'd say. Maybe it's a little safe trying to appeal to our broader audience. Doesn't mean it's a Yeah. A, not an indictment of quality, but it's like a combination of a lot of popular games, in a way, mm-hmm. right? You have the third-person perspective, Josh is making a face. You have sort of the lootish elements it's the Mm -hmm. the yeah is that what you're trying to say like it's more it feels like more of a combination of a lot of modern gaming tropes It, it,
3: it does and like all that stuff is fine in the game but like it just doesn't feel like a very unique game to me other than it the appeal to this game to me is kratos and how he is in older age and I'm enjoying that. Would you be as of-
0: fascinated by that if you did not know who Kratos was? If you had never played the other God of War games, like you played the first three God of War games like I did. Mm-hmm. If you never played those, would the appeal of seeing how gruff Kratos is now be as interesting or would he just be a gruff guy?
3: Uh, if yeah, he would just be portrayed yeah. as like a gruff guy, and yeah. he wouldn't know understand like. But that's why fascinating,
0: right? Like the reason yeah. that this game is interesting on that level is because of how ridiculous of a character he was in an, back in the old trilogy. That's that's an interesting connotation or context to bring into the game. Like Shay mm-hmm. doesn't really have that to a degree, and he's still enjoying it. So it doesn't mean you have to. Shay's a good example of someone who hasn't. But I think that's interesting, just from a like a, a a gaming philosophy standpoint that that makes it more interesting for us
3: yeah well yeah they they have his son of course which adds a whole dynamic and helps you know kind of develop kratos's character alongside with you know a father-son relationship um and that is interesting to me it's just it, it's just that it feels it's because like, it's kratos that's interesting it's kratos yeah it it's that 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 is what is interesting about it but and like, who was kratos awful
0: how how would you describe kratos of old fish describe kratos of old
3: to me in two sentences um guy who wants power for revenge Ugh. and you're making this harder revenge. you don't
4: need two sentences you need one word that was the <laughs> right. in, the long and the short of his personality was angry in the Angst, first three yeah. games like you don't,
0: you don't need more than
2: that <laughs>
4: Uh,
0: he had some lust yeah. in there but yeah okay that's my point though is i just think it's interesting it's interesting like i wonder if how much i would get out of seeing oh this is crazy that's kratos now if i'd never played god of war before so anyways yeah us actually to think about
4: i during the beginning of the game i was actually thinking that exact thing because just the way he interacts with his son at the very beginning if you yeah. don't know who kratos is it's so painfully just Off-putting. bad like awkward that, yeah 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 that like if, if you didn't have some sort of history with kratos
2: mm-hmm.
4: so you I, need a level hard of context which is interesting yeah so. it's just
0: interesting when a game require it doesn't require but it's enhanced with a level of
4: context yeah, significantly uh, like that, yeah so. yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but but that whole thing is that whole relationship and that storytelling development of kratos just isn't as interesting to me to see where it develops to um like, uh, I guess I'm more interested in the new character in the God of War series, which is his son, Atreus, mm-hmm. and uh, how he fits into the world. Uh, do you say Atreus? Atreus? There you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I assume one day
0: that's probably what will have. We'll probably have a game called Atreus, more than likely. That's what we're going to get. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Boring. I'm- something doesn't happen to him. I don't know. I haven't finished the game. The fuck have I know.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to still stick with it and get grind through it but like yeah the the loot in this game isn't too exciting like well i, I will say like i enjoyed the. oh josh, that josh you have to understand there isn't
4: <laughs> loot in this game everyone keeps talking about the loot it's the illusion isn't yeah. um it's essentially yeah, the same they, progress they as the original games like there are mm. basically guaranteed rewards in specific spots um yeah
3: but and, i guess it's more of the customization that you get from yeah the, yeah. the loot
4: mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah which is a lot far different than yes. previous yeah I, I, I
0: think it's funny that they color code it like exotic and all that stuff like they they give it like a color coding or whatever i don't know what the the rarity levels are so don't quote me on that, but they want, in a way, they want to feed you a little bit of that drip juice that everyone gets from games now, which I think is interesting. Like, Horizon was the same way. It had legendary pieces and legendary gear, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't really the same thing. You you know, like, pieces would drop to varying degrees of stat boosting, but it, it was sort of like, it still felt good to get them, but it wasn't like, like when a legendary drops in Diablo or Destiny or something. It was, it's a very different thing, but they're going for mm-hmm. the same drip feed, which I think is, it's a little sneaky. Not in a bad way. I'm okay with the drip feed. But it's it's a little uh, it's a little bit of a mind game they're playing with you, right? When Fish mm-hmm. sees a purple and a green drop, and he's fucking, he's getting hard, and his palms are getting sweaty, and then he picks it up, and he realizes that everyone's getting the same thing. You know what I mean? It's not that exciting.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's like scoring bad
0: smack. Yeah, but well, I don't know what that means. <laughs>
3: it's good. Shade just got cap- a funny the-
2: look. <laughs> the
3: cat. <laughs> The caliber of my my uh, addiction just, you know, that's... isn't good.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
2: that, you know, that's yeah, what, the way you feel. I you mean, gotta stick well,
3: with it. I mean, yeah, you look at like a legendary uh, enchantment that you could put on your weapon, and it's just like, it doesn't. It's not actually legendary. Like, it's legendary because it has higher stats on it. It gives you so, a big bonus, and that's why it's labeled legendary. It's not essentially. Dude, Telling it's not telling even them how really rare legendary. it is. legendary. It just says it's <laughs> legendary.
0: Whoa. I mean, that's like the psychology of the game. I'm not making it funny. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it's like funny yeah. to hear those things out. It's true. It's true. You're right. You're right. It's not, I mean,
3: it's only legendary because they made it purple and they told you it was. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know why they did that, but yeah, it just, it sets up that weird illusion of you're doing yeah, some do. sort of rare loot, which but um, it feels good. I think it feels I'm just not buying into. No,
2: but okay, that's, uh, fair, I, that's, I fair, that's fair. That's so. fair. That's Okay,
0: I
3: I actually enjoy like the dwarves, like them taking your axe from the you, uh-huh. and seeing uh-huh. the rivalry between those dwarves, and like mm-hmm. it's like uh, I think um, Brock is like, hey, did you let my brother touch your axe? He's like. Yeah, he made it better. He's like, "What?" He's like, "Let me see it. And, <laughs> it's he, like... and he takes your, he takes your axe, and then he hits it one time with your, with his hammer, and he get plus one dwarven. Yeah, it's dumb enchantment. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Those guys creep me uh, out.
0: Those guys don't creep you out a little bit? I don't know. It's creeping out a little. They're like, they're like the stars.
3: Like their mm-hmm. characters, like yeah. I enjoy though.
4: Their family dynamic okay. is probably better than the main character's family <laughs> dynamic. Just watching those two brothers <laughs> do with each other. far more interesting. It's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. It's really good. And yeah,
0: the one doesn't want to touch anything.
4: Like, yeah, I don't he's want to touch afraid anything. of germs. Yeah, yeah, he's the only guy in, you know, Norse, miso- Norse mythology who's learned about germs and he's fucking mm. creeped out by it. It's, <laughs> As yeah, well it's he really be, yeah. good. Yeah.
0: Does, does, Josh, you're a lot farther than I. Does that turtle ever come back in an interesting way? That big ass turtle house? You ever go back there?
4: Yeah, I mean it's in the open world, so you can you can go back there. It's he's okay. a house.
2: Man,
0: it's just a house. All right. Um, sorry, random aside, pointless.
4: Anyways, I so I'm contorned on this
0: game too, Fish. I mean, Josh, I want to I want to transition to this after my thoughts because I you played a lot of it, so I kind of want to get your stance on it overall. Um. That's, I'm just kind of with fish to a degree, but I don't know. See, I'm torn because I get the reviews. I don't feel upset about the scores it's getting. I'm playing it and like I love what Corey Barlog has done. He's one of my favorite people in the industry. I told you guys about that last time I followed him since I was a kid, so I'm happy for him. I play this game and just like the analyst in me is like, this game is so well made. Like it's so polished. Like even the slow parts, like everything about it just feels like just so polished and well designed. And it like, but it's just a, a little bit dull so far for me like and i think that's subjective i know i mean i know that's subjective but like it'll be like an hour of me walking along solving a bunch of boring puzzles with my kid fighting a bunch of small groups of enemies that aren't really that interesting and then something crazy happens like the dragon fight or some other sequence right so like i I'm, I'm hoping the game really seems to find its its rhythm because the biggest issue i'm having with it is just that it's a little bit boring for me and i and i hate the it's cuz you're playing it on easy the- mode well, maybe. I mean, <laughs> the combat it. isn't, well, the combat doesn't feel too easy for me, though. It feels fine, I mean, okay. to be honest with you. It's, it's, <laughs> I it's just, I don't think the enemies look particularly, like, I, maybe yeah. I just don't like Norse mythology that much. I don't know, the enemies well, don't look as cool to me as, like, the, the old, I don't, I don't, I don't like to sit here and compare it to the old God of War a lot, because that is pointless, I think. This is a new thing, but. I just like I haven't come up across enemies that I think look really cool. Even the giants that you fight at the beginning where you have to like grab their stone and slam on their head, just don't they don't look that interesting to me. Like a lot things in the world do, like the turtle, the big thing in the water, like the serpent. There are really cool looking things in that world. But Yeah. I don't know.
4: No, it's and this is something that The Dragon dragon um, look cool too. A lot of the enemies look way too similar. Like, they have only a couple different races, and then a bunch of different yeah. enemy types within those, but it yes. makes it hard to read. Like, you'll get into a fight, and everything will look the same, but they'll all have different abilities, which makes it hard yes. to parse what the fuck you are supposed to do coming into right. a fight oh, a lot of times. Um, which, yeah. again, probably feeds in a part of your issue with enemies that look boring, because a lot of them look very similar. And, I mean, it makes sense. Like, obviously, you're going to come across, you know, an army with different units, but it's it's yeah. it's hard to tell what you're looking at a lot of the time, it, just, just from yeah. a readability yeah, standpoint.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, it's not like before there'd be a nice Minotaur and then a slithering like, whatever those Medusa mm-hmm. ladies where you rip their yeah. head. Like, everything was very There's distinctive. Like one, two,
4: three, four, five. There's like six different major, major groups um, that are, you know probably a couple more than that but very easy to tell apart instantly yeah. but then within yeah. there like each of those groups has like you know five different enemy types and they all look basically the same which can make some of the encounters tough tougher than they need to be
1: right i because felt like one just, of the yeah you just won't felt know like one of the biggest examples was all time of that honestly mm. Yeah. Because you're in there for such a short amount of time, and then they keep introducing these new variants, and up until, like, pretty much the point you leave, and you're like, what am I fighting at this point? Like, what is this new Yeah.
4: Yeah, I still can't tell those fucking elves apart. Like, and they all have different attack patterns, but I can't tell, I cannot tell them apart at all. Yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean like I th- I feel like I'm definitely the minority there because and like I'm not super far in the game so I'm not going to announce any judgments on it yet. Um but like our audience like whenever I polled this week at, uh, on the Instagram like it was overwhelming. It was like yeah. 80%. Yes, this is their game of the year so far. Which yeah. always begs the question to me like have you guys played into the breach or have you you know there's moss or see these Far Cry but people aren't buying those as you know mm-hmm. this is the safe game of the year pick, which is fine, kind of like Zelda I,
1: last year, I think. I I do and I don't agree with that. I mean, like, yeah, it's safe because it's a triple A title. It's a big budget title. Obviously, they, they're hitting all, like, the, the right notes for people. But I think it's also well-deserved because they took, like, a franchise or an IP, whatever you want to call it, that basically was almost one note, like, just, like, the character itself, where it's you go in, you take the rage and you just kill the biggest thing that you can possibly kill and the most badass Mm -hmm. thing you can possibly kill and they took it and they gave it more depth and direction I I feel like in a way more direction because even though like a one note game can have the easiest amount of direction this game like has narrative and that gives that gives it more of a purpose maybe maybe direction is the wrong word maybe more of a purpose and like like you guys are talking about in those kind of like mundane parts of the game for me that almost feels meditative in a way because uh-huh. like you're doing those puzzles and they may not be uh-huh. the most interesting thing in the world i will agree but it feels like you know i'm just like i'm i'm slowly getting through those parts and it feels it feels like to me like whenever i go on a really big hike and i'm coming up to like an uh-huh. uphill Part of the hike, where I know it's gonna be a little bit more rigorous on on my my quads and my thighs and my knees and my calves and like mm-hmm. it's it's gonna require, but like it's just like that's the those are the more difficult parts, and then like you get to the flat parts where you're kind of enjoying the scenery and enjoying nature, and that's where the puzzles kind of fall into place for me where you're just you're relaxing and it's meditative and you're just like you're in those moments enjoying that that like that reprieve. Because like the sequence, the sequences they're not as epic as the previous God of War games, but I mean they're 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 good fights, they're intense fights, mm-hmm. and then you got those meditative points where you just relax and you learn more about the yeah, yeah. Norse mythology. It's it's learn- yeah,
0: it's if you're into the flow of the game, it's. I, I totally get it honestly. Like I don't think it's poorly made at all. It's just like is that structure like you said it's very calming almost. Like it kind of mm-hmm. lulls you to sleep in a way and then like you'll fight a group of enemies and you and you talk and you solve a puzzle and you go and you go and you I wouldn't then, say, oh, I dragon! Wouldn't say fall asleep.
1: <laughs> I would say like just into this like kind of tranquil state of like I'm learning about Norse mythology through the eyes of Kratos and Atreus huh. and <laughs> later on Mimir M- Mimir? M- Mimir Mimir yeah, Mimir. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mimir, and you're just kind of you're learning, and you're just you're getting to know more about these characters and about this world, and it's it's, it's this tranquil state.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, but it's, they do a really good job yeah. with it. Um, if you are at all enjoying this story, I would really suggest finding some other Norse myth- mythology for you to read up on, because Hellblade. Just, just like well, yes, that that's that one's an interesting one because again, it's another outsider's take on Norse mythology with yes. Senua not being Norse herself. Um, but um, yeah, there are major major liberties taken with the story in order for Kratos yeah. to do anything, which is cool. Right. It's really fun, um, but a lot of it. Like if if you're enjoying it, it's it'd be really cool to, you know go read up on where all these all these things yeah. are coming from. So
1: Yeah, actually one of one of I know it's not like a it's a very popular one, but one of my favorite stories in high school is actually Beowulf and Grendel, which is kind of mm-hmm. nestled yeah, within love that, that story, Norse yeah. mythology. So, yeah. And um yeah, it's, it's- I mean I don't want to get too sidetracked, but just this game, this this game, like, the the side quests, like, I I did this one side quest where, um, and and this is a very minor spoiler, uh, basically this this spirit, like, you go around in in, uh, Midgard, and you are trying to, like, there are these different spirits, and they have different objectives, and one of the objectives is that you want to find is um, deceased lover's bones spread out on the different little platforms. And you, of course, have to fight different things. And once you get the bones, the spirit tells you that, basically, he will allow you to be able to talk with Faye. And, of course, Atreus is like, oh, we got to do this, Dad, you know. And Kratos is like, nobody does anything like that for free. I don't believe this is, you know gonna happen this way and Atreus insists on doing this so Kratos goes along with it and what ends up happening is you bring the bones the the spirit resurrects his dead lover which is one of the witch enemies and you have to fight this boss enemy witch and then nothing happens but like it, it kind of seems like it, like it would be like a flat line but just they're constantly talking as you're doing this mission about like Atreus is like I'm so excited I'm gonna get to talk to mother I don't, I don't, you know, like I don't know what I'm gonna say to her first. What are you gonna say to her dad? And like, it's just like yeah. all the buildup of that dialogue as you're traveling on yeah. the boat in between is what really like builds up these side missions and really yeah. sets the tone. Yeah. the
4: character development I, on those side missions is yeah. really what does it because just yes. seeing the way Kratos and his son interact in the side missions, I think, is much better than just the main storyline because in the main storyline. There's an objective. Let's get to it, sort of a thing. Yeah, yeah. But just seeing the small, you know, little bits of dialogue here and there really fleshes that out in a yeah. much. It also makes me wish the way. whole
0: game was just like that, like a just giant world where you can go wherever you want, which I know isn't realistic. But it, that stuff I I have enjoyed too. I've really liked mm-hmm. that stuff.
1: Like yeah, it's it, like, it's it's weird because like that side stuff adds to like the slow pace of the de- like development of the characters in the game. But in a mm-hmm. way, that's where the slow pacing makes more sense is when you go do those side missions because then you actually get yeah. to learn so much more about these characters. Mm-hmm. And I, especially I, when you get Mimir, because yeah. he adds even mm-hmm. a further layer of that character development between the two. And then of course between the three and then each
4: other.
3: You know?
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Hmm. Yeah, well I'm glad
0: you guys are enjoying it a lot. I still think it's pretty 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 great just yeah, it probably came in a bad time for me because I'm still like enamored with Far Cry and Sea of Thieves, so I think that the timing wasn't great for me personally. Um, but that's not the game's fault. I mean, I think it's a fine game. I might not have been as enamored with it as everyone else. I think it's I actually think it's an excellent game. Um, but the the yeah. timing. I mean, there's something to be said
1: about that, though. Like, what if it had released two months later when there's not as much for us to play? Yeah, yeah. You may have been just yeah. like so much more enveloped in that game. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened with me with Horizon yeah. Zero yeah. Well, Dawn that- when that released so yeah. I get it
4: that is something worth mentioning here as well if you want to get all you can get out of this game the side quests are not so much optional like there is so much great character development and it it feels much more necessary in this game than in many others to do the side mm-hmm. stuff so this this is a game you need to set aside some chunk yeah. of time to play so it's it it's gonna it's gonna require a little bit from you. So it's it's something worth knowing going into it. That's
0: true. That's true.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a yeah.
0: That's why I think it's tough one. That's why I don't like that people call it a slog at times. Even though there's sections of the game I did not think were interesting, I still think that's a subjective thing. If the first realm had ended with the boss fight like that dragon, I would have been much higher on the fact that the first realm wasn't the greatest thing in the world. You know what I mean? Because that second area where you get on the ladder, it was even creative how they did that too. Because you had to do that, um, you had to do the button pressing thing with Kratos while he's in the while he's in the elevator going up, and then whenever you're in the dragon fight, there's a brief moment where you have to do the the quick time event to get the elevator unstuck really briefly like Mm -hmm. that's the brilliant little touches that corey did in god of war 2 when you get in the dragon's mouth and you're like slashing it i'm like there's there's brilliance there that i'm seeing but it's there might be a 10 hour masterpiece in this game for me but there's it's a 30 hour and and that seems unfair because you're cutting out a lot of stuff that's important probably to a lot of people i'm just saying that the experience is a lot more elongated than um my soul is ready for right now
1: yeah uh, it's it's weird to me that, like, on a very personal and specific level, that you did not like Alfheim, because to me, that reminds me so much of a mixture of, like, a Halo game mixed with Kingdoms of Ama- Amalur, aesthetically. <laughs> right? And I was, I was, oh, no, I was I so love surprised that,
0: that I, you were I not that that. No, no well, I like love that. that area. Yeah, it looked gorgeous. It was just, what you were doing, I thought was boring. Walk, hit a crystal light opens up pick up a crystal off the ground put it on the ground light path goes up grab get on an elevator pull the crankshaft go to another level you know like you weren't the actual aesthetic of the the realm was gorgeous i loved it
1: that's interesting because that like a lot of that is like to me like ps1 level exploration like during that time that was a lot of what action adventure games were during the ps1 era mm-hmm. and i know you love tomb raider um, I felt <laughs> like to me that's a lot, and I'm not I'm yeah. bashing. whole before we, I'm not bashing Tomb Raider or your love for Tomb Raider. Um, just like that's a lot of action adventure games during the PS1 era. Yeah, and I feel like doing that <laughs> kind <laughs> of level of exploration in God of this God of War kind of harkens back to that a little bit. So to me, it's, it's interesting.
4: It's a, it's odd you mentioned that because I was getting some real beyond good and evil vibes. From the way the hub world works in this game mm. the way you interesting you,
2: you,
4: in that game the hub world is a big lake again or maybe an ocean yeah. i can't remember offhand yeah i I, I don't remember the salinity mm-hmm. of that particular yeah. body of water but anyway you're on a hovercraft <laughs> for uh the, the open world hub of that game and the way you explore is basically the same. Like you'll go through story missions, kinda get a new tool, be able to unlock new areas and go check out new stuff. Um and it felt very similar. And I've not not seen anyone else mention that. That maybe that's because Beyond Good and Evil is so old at this point. <laughs> kind that, of yeah, yeah. Cult classic. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was definitely cool. getting like some vibes of got- that. So
0: when you got in the boat in that area, that Kingdoms of Amalur-like area that Shay's talking about, that was cool. I did a couple side quests in there, and it was just so gorgeous. It was beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just not. Yeah, it's just not. the The weirdest thing about God of War is it's always been like edgy to the point of pushing people away. Like. Slamming a guy's head in the door like a a sort of immature button press sexual sequence throwing a living person into a gear crank to do a puzzle like ripping an enemy apart in the most vile and disgusting way I I've always loved the sort of vile ways that that game that, that series pushed the boundaries now I'm not saying this has to live up to those but it's weird playing a God of War game that feels so sedated and mature and calm and i think people really like that about it i think well, that's one of the things people love about it but sorry, for me sorry. i'm just like this game is it's just very safe and i just like i don't know like there's just i just miss a little bit of that teeth that little bit that little bit edge that god of war had i'm not getting that anymore um but the game is I, still incredible I f-
1: oh i feel like and i i see where you're saying that i just feel like the 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 first 3 entries a lot of that was kind of like like I don't want to say juvenile because i feel like that's insulting yeah i just feel like At times infantile yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah of you're... course of course i just feel like that that was for like the young <laughs> our younger selves huh. that came yeah. out yes, yes. when we were younger and that that appealed to us because during that time the more graphic a video game was the better it was like mm-hmm. yeah because you know, boobies like, and it, and yeah, and especially if you had uh-huh, it had boobies, yeah. it was a and we were, you know, young. A we, were we were
0: teenagers, young adults, yeah, right,
1: yeah. right, we were teenagers and young adults, and so those notes were all we needed. But as we get older, and as I feel like the gaming world, the average person gets older, and that in the gaming world, the people who are buying these games, they need more of that m- mature content because it 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 speaks to real world issues. It, spe- it, it speaks to us on a more definitive and personal level it's more tangible like i can't i can't relate mm-hmm. to killing poseidon or you know anything like that but i can't really, re- you
0: can't that's weird
1: <laughs> i know but i can relate to a I family poseidon just
0: last week it's strange yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah I get you. <laughs> no i no i think you're making an astute point with what i'm saying is that i want it to be mature but i also want it to like there are games like there's parts in Wolfenstein tune where we were all kind of like, oh, man, that's that's kind of rough, you know, like and that's kind of a, an adult game. Yeah. Like you can still <clears throat> be adult and push boundaries like like in, in like the first scene in God of War kind of remind me of No yeah. Country for All Men where you're choking that guy to death violently for a really long time. I'm like, OK, that's getting close to like an adult form of extreme violence that I, I need something like that. Like you can do it. They're just not doing a lot of it. I'm not saying, I don't want it to yeah. be juvenile. I just want it to like make me go, oh my God, I want it to make me uncomfortable. That's it. I want it to make me uncomfortable. And this game is not making me uncomfortable.
1: That's, that's interesting that you said that. That's something I didn't really think about is like, and it makes sense. Like I, I relate it to like the evolution of a band. Uh, Like if I can use an analogy where like they're like, if we talk about some of the metalcore bands you and I um, used to, or still like Morgan, like where they're just raw and aggressive and is breakdown after breakdown. And it's just yeah. like, you know, like that aggression. And then some of those bands clearly have, you know, evolved and like, they don't, some of them don't even Change. make metalcore anymore. Some of them like, you know, you know, just make much more melodic music. And I feel like the beginning sequence of God of War, that was such a good sequence. And um, I feel like that's supposed to appeal to what god of war used to be like this raw aggression and emotion um and then to build upon that to show like this game is gonna address more emotions and heavy material so like they, they included something for I don't the, know. I, I, the former
0: Yeah, fans. that's weird. I thought the see, I thought the intro sequence was what God of War was becoming, a more mature version of that. Like that crazy Dragon Ball Z fight with that wee, weird bearded guy, and you're like fighting him in between, like slamming him into your fucking own house and, and like you're choking him to death. I'm like, this is like mature but still violent and, and intense and epic, and this is the first fight in the game. I don't I haven't seen anything as cool as that. Like in the game, yeah, I still think that's cooler than the dragon fight. Um, that so that
1: I would actually one hundred percent agree with you on. Like that that point in the game was the highest point in the game for me. Um, so thus far, thus far, I should note and that
0: was the like, very beginning.
1: So and like I've know. liked everything about the game, um, story wise and what's gone on, but like that beginning sequence was so. And it's not like the very beginning but like that first sequence was really 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 The good. camera work
0: too. Mm-hmm. It was like following Kratos when he was like getting his ass kicked yeah. and he was like this it was just weird cuz like who's this skinny guy that's kicking my ass and like your son was hiding and was like man this game is crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It's Yeah. There's got to be some more cool stuff in there. We're I mean it's there a will long be, game of course because like yeah. once and Josh we won't spoil it. it
1: once you learn <laughs> who that me. character is mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, you know it there are a lot of reasons. Okay, for, okay. For
0: how that yeah. fight said, I'm gonna stick with it. I still think it's a fan it's very well made. Happy for Cory Brawlog. Just, you know. We we said all we can say and I think we beat it to a pulp. Fish! Final thoughts! Lay it on me, God of War, right now. Boom.
1: And then lay on me, Fish. And then lay on
0: me.
3: Um I'm gonna keep playing it. Like uh <laughs> <laughs> i <I'll get laughs> all play. i can really say um yeah i i, I
2: but you're enjoyable. gonna write Cor- it's a yeah, okay. it's an
3: enjoyable game and mm-hmm. you know it's it's not offending me in any way but darn i wish it was yeah darn. i know hey, you need to
0: write cory barlog a letter about how he did that fake loot and you're not happy about that fake loot system <laughs> all right
4: yeah color-coded fake loot Yes, I'm pretty Uh, sure the enchantments are random, but like that's the only equipable thing that's random, Uh, and yeah, but those are just minor stat increases.
3: They are, yeah,
0: yeah. Doesn't really matter. It's trippy to see Kratos with like gear. Like when I look at other people's games, and Kratos has like customizable gear on him that looks vastly (laughs) different. I'm like, this is so weird. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, It's cool though. That stuff is fine. I think that stuff is fine. Every game's got to have it. Uh, moving on. Uh, polls of the week. Fish, you're going to like this one. Oh, first poll I did this week. Guess what, Fish? Guess what? Josh's favorite show, The Office. I put it up on the poll just for fun. I'm just I'm going cracked out now. Guess what? I said, hey, The Office mm-hmm. never gets old. Michael Scott is a genius. And guess what? 80% of our audience
4: came genius back. Genius is the right word yeah, there.
2: That's-
1: uh, I would definitely not use genius after yeah. Kanye West's recent mishap at TMZ. Oh my
4: I would definitely whoa, whoa. avoid genius. I
0: never used uh, genius to describe Kanye West, so let's... let's I think Michael here.
4: Scott might uh, be inept in all the right ways. It's probably closer to the right Steve, description. Steve Carell. And adept Steve at Carrell all the wrong ways.
0: Uh yeah, no, I just mean like his performance, but that's subjective. But most people did agree. I, I get a lot no, of office. I
1: would about. agree. I will agree, which means that it's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's if I agree with the poll, then it must be right. I'll have a surprise poll for you next week too, Shay. I'm not gonna tell you where it's gonna be as a surprise.
1: Um, but you'll like it. Um If you do any shit talking on Shining Force
0: no, 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 no. There's no shit talking. It's, it's happy. Okay. It's only happiness. Okay. Lives. Okay.
1: Only okay. happiness lives okay. in the polls.
0: The land of the Poles. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we've all been to strip clubs. Only happiness lives in the land of the Poles. Sambo. <laughs> come on. Somebody, come on! Fish, come on! Fish! <laughs> fish! Alright. Um, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Okay, um but anyways, yeah, I got a lot of love from people um messaging me about how much they love the office. So thanks for voting that one in and and doing the right thing and making the correct choice. um So God of War, Game of the Year, we already talked about that. And so those people, I would say, you know, there's you should try into the breach. There's a lot of great games out there. Far Cry Five is pretty great. Um, is Moss? If you get PSVR, there's gonna be Monster true. Hunter Red Fish Dead Two is on say. its way. Yeah, Red Dead Two's on its way. Um, you know hopefully they uh knock that one out of the park so um i even i i don't agree but i love to see that people are giving god of war love and that seems to be the consensus and you guys have spoken so who am i to say no to the chomp nation uh uh cardboard cardboard pizza and cardboard josh how would you feel about this i was reading about the the sluggish sales of the Labo, which, sort of on one hand, I know you're the only one here who got the Nintendo Labo, mm-hmm. um, you seem to be enjoying your Labo, or how you feel about it? You've had some time to process yeah, it. Yeah,
4: it's been really good. It's, um, it's been hard to find time for it, because it's, it's another game that kind of requires some time out of you, um, and I've just really? been really busy trying to get everything set up with, uh, you know, um all of our legal stuff going on and then also still trying to yeah. work my way through God of War um mm-hmm. so i've only built a couple of things there with my daughter cuz uh that's that's what i the way i've been doing it i've just been basically helping her build all the stuff there which has been a lot of fun um i, know I sent did you, you videos get the of the, pole? not yet we did the rc car first okay um just cuz that's one of the faster builds um that one's only about you know 15 minutes or so of a build Uh um and we've just been so busy that i've not really had time to help her with most of the rest of them so we we did that one and then we are most of the way through the house which is um interesting so far it's like a uh trying to think of what to even call it but it's um as far as gaming terms go but um yeah it's been really fun it's it's
0: Oh, you can't leave me with that, Josh. It's, it's a lot like it. Legos. Uh, ch- <laughs> uh,
4: it's a lot like Legos okay. as far mm-hmm. as what you're actually doing. It's it's so much of it it's is sort of just following so directions like and uh, just making sure you're you're paying attention to what's going on because the builds are a lot of them are actually fairly in depth. So it's not something you can just kind of fudge your way through. Well, um, that being said, the way they handle instructions in this game is something mm-hmm. I would love to see. Other companies take a look at basically any any instruction you're getting it has a playable video that is in 3D that you can move around to any angle you want to view it from that you can move mm-hmm. you can move back and forwards through time to see exactly how something's being folded and how it's being put together and stuff like that and just the user experience uh, technology that Nintendo has put together for this is some of the most impressive stuff I've ever seen. Um, they're able to make fairly complex stuff just unbelievably understandable. Um, and I I really feel like even though even though it's not really like you mentioned before, I don't think it's gonna be this amazing mass market success just because it's it's Mm -hmm. a fairly niche thing to begin with. But I feel like a lot of the lessons that are being learned from this are some things that are going to have a have a huge effect on not just gaming but software development in general um it's 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 really impressive seeing the way they're able to handle the stuff going on there it's 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 been really enjoyable
0: fairly low risk too because even if it doesn't sell a lot cardboard can't be that cheap i mean it can't be that expensive sorry
4: yeah 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 so yeah but we've been enjoying it so far though it's been a lot of fun to do with the family Um, I can't really give a perspective other than that, like as far as, as far as something to just pick up and play as a gamer, I really don't Mm -hmm. feel like that was ever their audience with this. And that's probably why, like you mentioned, the sales have not been the most amazing thing ever. It's just, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that's what they were going for even like
0: maybe the timing's not great like if it was summer and there was nothing else for us to play and we needed something to talk about I might mm-hmm. have given it a shot but the timing was not great for them either I don't think
4: yeah I feel like this could probably have a fairly long tail as well just like I said because mm-hmm. it's it's so much like it's closer to a toy it's not really something yeah. that you need to pick up and oh look at, check out this cool thing I built in Minecraft it's not really something I don't feel like there's as much of a um, immediate community around it, as far as, okay. um, in in the same way gaming is, um, yeah, like it feels much more like. But, but how are it's the in games, the major Josh? Community. Like,
0: well, never mind. I saw someone making like, uh, piano music with the piano labo. Mm-hmm. I saw the fishing. I'm curious how in depth the actual fishing game is for yeah. the labo. Like, what what is I there? Anything? I don't to know. It? We
4: we haven't gotten there yet. Um, the the cool thing about it, and something that I've really enjoyed, is it's got build instructions and then a very straightforward play with the thing that you just made with, you know, pre-made software and whatnot. Just kind of, you know, with the RC car, it gives you a remote control so you can control how to move the thing. And then beyond that, after you've built something, it sh- it gives you an in-depth look at how all the sensors and everything coming in from the Joy-Cons are Reading what you've shown them with this cardboard thing and how you're interacting with it. You know, it's, it's showing you all the inputs and outputs programming wise. So you can basically see how it works, which is really cool. And then, long, long term, once you finish all the builds, it'll actually unlock essentially a programming mode where you can pick what the inputs coming from the Joy Cons are going to do so you can build oh, your own okay. stuff and um like i've seen some pretty cool videos of people essentially making other instruments other than just uh the default piano that they have you build to begin with um and it's it's really cool that they're kind of putting all of this building tech and you know programming knowledge in there to essentially kids because it really feels like that's what this is targeted at um yeah i'm I'm really impressed with yeah. it okay I'm really impressed with it it it's right. It's not yeah. going to be for everybody, but I feel like the job they've done is really impressive
0: the twenty percenters eighty percent of our audience said they weren't surprised by the sales. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean they think it's a bad product, just not surprised that it hasn't lit the world on fire. It's a very weird, yeah. strange thing um but hey, that's cool. It's a good family thing. Speaking of family, the theme of the show is family. Mm-hmm. And when you want to make your family happy when they're hungry, you go and order a Domino's thin crust pizza because it tastes like cardboard. Am I right, Fish?
3: That's right. Especially if you're into mm-hmm. cardboard. Uh-huh. Well, that's... who isn't yeah. on the cardboard?
4: Of course. It's... I don't know.
3: I mean... It's
4: just like when the Bible said, who of you would... Have your son ask you for a fish and give them a Domino's pizza.
0: <laughs> that's that. That's how that old story. Yeah, went. that's, I that's that. how that one went. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like seventy-five percent of our audience said yes. Their pizza, their thin crust pizza, does taste like cardboard drenched in marinara, which I thought was funny. So, um. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, tweets their own. I still eat uh, it.
2: <laughs>
3: I do too, actually. Uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it tastes like horse shit. All
0: right. Well, come on, fish. You pushed it too far. You you you'll, you'd care if it tastes like horse shit? All right. Cardboard.
1: I would. Care, right. I didn't actually, make. Yeah. I didn't make the caca jokes this week. Someone else did.
0: Mm. You, you're yep. right, Shay. You know what, Shay? Uh, that's your next challenge, fish, for the Instagram horse shit covered in marinara. Okay, that's mm. your next. Uh huh. How about okay. that? I
3: have to eat that?
0: Like a dried uh. puck of horse shit.
4: I feel like there are better shits out there.
0: Yeah, like, oh, cow shit. Cow shit's safer, I think. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, come cow on. Uh, yeah, come on. Get that marinara, though. Shit. Uh, come on, marinara uh, makes everything better. Um, so
3: anyways... Uh, put some garlic on it. Garlic okay.
1: butter. Ugh. I feel so like faster. marinara wouldn't make a wake better, though. In any way, shape, or form. Oh,
0: that's horrible, Shay. <laughs> um... You know, <laughs> oh. just, let's let that sit
1: there for a little while. Awkwardly. Uh, I feel bad, actually, making that joke. But I feel like it's true. Even though it's a bad bad statement, right. I feel like it's true. I was
0: referring to food,
1: but you're well, right. You didn't say that. Right. You said everything.
0: I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I don't think I'd want it in the yeah. bedroom, either, even though I'm not close to that. But, you know... M- messy. I'm not all about messy stuff. So um, I, I
1: disagree, sir. If you need to refuel okay. midway through, dipping a nice mozzarella stick into some marinara sounds like a great
4: idea.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, gotcha. And oh, you really gotcha want greasy Lugo. foods in the boudoir. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Fish will get his fish stick lube, in that
2: Josh. Uh, the, uh, what doesn't double his
0: lube? Um, I want to thank everyone for voting on the, remember every Tuesday we have polls on the, uh, Instagram page at Swordchomp, and we talk about it on the show to varying degrees of results as we've seen today. So <laughs> thank everyone for voting. Um, it's a lot of fun and that's really much what I'm trying to do. Just have a lot of fun. So, um, moving on to the bio break portion of the show where Shay tells us about science. Oh, I couldn't find anything to rhyme with show, and I fucked it up. Um, Shay, so we got a pretty Josh, I need some album. auto-tune. We got a jingle now.
2: Huh.
0: Ha. <laughs> huh. Dan, I'm usually good at those stupid things, and I couldn't think of anything to go with show. Couldn't uh-huh. rhyme something with show. Bye,
4: there are lots of hard things to find a rhyme for, but something that just ends with O doesn't seem like it would be, you know...
0: Well, Particularly that, in context, hard. though, what about BioBreak? It's that portion of your favorite podcast where Shay tells us about science, and it well oh, I got nothing. I, I really fail at this today.
4: Well, you um, made it harder on yourself by ending the line with science this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It'll, it'll, it'll come to me later before the end of the cycle. It's I weird promise. that he has um, a
1: reliance on his uh, terrible brain. That was bad. Mm. Move on.
3: <laughs> let's sink
1: this This is why my until... career as a rapper did not take off
0: hmm. well the fact that you started one is really the, the story there so <laughs> sciencedaily.com. Uh, this is the article gray hair linked to immune system activity and viral infection the summary is basically this a new study on mice offers insight as to why some people's hair may turn gray into response to a serious illness or chronic stress Researchers have discovered a connection between the genes that contribute to hair color and the genes that notify our bodies of an infection. Sort of like a response. That, that, this is really interesting, Shay. You know, go ahead. Take it away, my friend.
1: Yeah, so this article just basically talks about how these scientists um, were testing on these mice about why some people's hair turns gray. And what they were looking at is... Um, like a few different things. So one of the things they were looking at were the interferons, which um, the name is kind of self-explanatory. Basically, what these what these uh, molecules do is cause your cells to uh, increase their defenses, and they express these genes that inhibit viral replication, which is really, really big. Um, they're these super important microscopic molecules that not a lot of people think about um but they're super important Mm -hmm. but what they found was that the the connection between hair pigmentation and immune regulation there was a there was a correlation there um because genes basically and genomic tools allow us to express um basically our you know like our phenotype and all this all this different type of stuff but um, what they said was they like to study gray hair because it's an easy readout of melanocyte stem cell dysfunction. Melanocyte stem okay. cells are. Uh, she had some, some great songs in the '90s, as they basically are responsible <laughs> for making and depositing <laughs> pigment into the hair shaft. Let the joke sink in, say, <laughs> "God damn it, melanis."
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm melanocyte,
0: Morissette!
2: Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, really didn't understand was- irony though yeah uh that is actually true don't you think but, <laughs> um, so um, they found this <laughs> they basically found um a a link between the gray hair, the innate immunity, and this transcription factor factor <laughs> jesus m i t f which um regulates okay. these Functions within melanocytes. So, basically, if there is something... Like, what all this means is that... You break it
0: down for us. Break it down yeah, for yeah, the, yeah. the picture I'm, I'm
1: setting up the picture here. Basically, okay. if our cells and the interferons and melanocytes are working correctly, that they are fighting these pathogens, these invaders, then... We will have um, it. It's possible, not with every human. So let's make that clear right now. Everyone's genetics are different, but some people will have an increase of gray hair, and that is signal signaling basically to our body that they are fighting these invaders and these pathogens, which is super fascinating. That like oh. that that is one reason why our hair goes gray and that's 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 a further layer to basically why our bodies are the way they are you know like balding is a genetic thing reflects
0: sickness Uh, too
1: yeah yeah, sicknesses can be a genetic thing like sickle cell anemia Um, for example that's just one of many examples that's just the first one that popped in my mind but gray hair even gray hair has a significant reason in our bodies and that is just so fascinating that we are still in 2018 well, even though science is relatively new we've been studying science for hundreds of years just figured out another reason for gray hair just super cool super super cool what people just thought
2: before
0: the gray hair was just oh when you're dying it's just kind of, kind of, kind of like, like a like changing a byproduct colors to... you know yeah like yeah 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 like a waste it's it's cool. it's cool. And I thought that was a good relation to our show because as families, especially as you age and get older, your families with their loved ones, with their passing on, or you get that salt and pepper hair. Um, but I mean, it's yeah. it doesn't always... Here's the interesting thing about this article. It doesn't mean because you have gray hair, you have immune system issues. It just means that sometimes immune system problems can be represented with... Um, signaling of gray hair is that correct i
1: wouldn't i wouldn't say like yeah like that there that means that there are problems i mean like it could be something as simple as like a common cold which is is a virus mm-hmm. that causes yes. your immune system to react and some like there are different strains of the cold so obviously your body mm-hmm. is gonna have more difficult time fighting certain viruses and it can be a, like well, i'm saying was that it's something as simple as that. Or fish like you're, like about, you're about to the allude day, to fish and is... herpes.
0: No, 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 no. Close. I, well, I was going to say, <laughs> fi- Fish was telling me the other day that he was getting some gray pubes. and Is that the same thing uh, in response to the immune system?
1: Well, I mean, your your hair is all over your body, and it's the same body. So it's all the hair. It's not system. just the hair on your so, head.
2: So,
1: yes. Well, okay, yeah, Of okay. course. Okay. Of course. Morgan, this is. Well, yeah. <laughs> do I have to? Do I have to hold a biology sem- seminar sometime for you?
0: That's what we're doing. That's the bi. It's the biology. Yes. Okay. That's yes, fair. That's,
1: that's fair. That's fair. You're asking. It's you're asking. I shouldn't. Seminar. I shouldn't accost you. You're actually asking good questions, even though they're things you should have learned in middle school. But that's okay.
0: Look, I was too busy playing Digimon with fish behind the trailer. Um, Hiding from attractive women So Mm -hmm. I didn't do a lot of learning When I was in school
4: You really didn't learn Never mind No (laughs) No no you finish You finish that Josh No he he really didn't learn About as much As much about interior design As he really should have About (laughs) Carpet and drapes matching And all that stuff it's. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I was gonna say to the yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, That's Fish true. is just one. Of my, he's like one of my best friends, and he was just worried while he was getting gray hairs down there and in nowhere else on his body. So I was. Just Fish, don't worry worried, about man. that,
1: baby. You got a beautiful head okay. of hair, and I mean your big Thank head. You. And
2: uh-huh. <laughs> my big head. Oh. That, that doesn't yeah. have a oh, like, there, yeah. yeah. Great,
1: yeah. I'm telling you now. As someone like the three, the other three of us are in various forms balding. And you still have luscious mm-hmm. hair. Don't stress, gray hair. hair. I okay. would rather have gray hair than no hair any day of the week. Interesting,
3: oh. interesting. I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at Morgan's head. Uh, <laughs> I, I never don't want that. <laughs> I'm glad I have, you know, gray hair. So, yeah, it's weird. Like I'm 32 years old, and like I started getting gray hairs. I, I remember I actually had like two strands of gray hairs when i was 26 years old and i kept track of them i never plucked them out or anything i was just like oh that's that's weird i had two strands of gray hairs on my whole that's head and now nothing. it's like a hundred
1: of them that's dude that's mm. nothing like no joke some of my students here my students my middle school junior high school students mm-hmm. that i teach have gray hairs on their head
0: oh wow, oh, some, wow some of
1: them you, I can see already the very, very slight formation of them. Like I, I see it. And I'm like, they're gonna be bald by the time they're 20, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, you dude, just look at don't hands. stress gray hair. Look, look. Don't stress. Look it.
0: at the positive fish. Like, you're gonna grow a nice, beautiful silver um, mane, like a lion's mane around that little man clit of yours, and it's gonna be beautiful. Okay, so don't you stress, <laughs>
1: Man clit. <laughs> You know, I saw Josh shaking his head on the camera, and I was like, why is he shaking his head? We haven't said anything that bad. And then the audio caught up, and now I understand Mm -hmm.
0: why. (laughs) It's going to be a lion down there. You
1: know, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I'm ashamed to be on this podcast, and it's moments (laughs) like these that make me feel ashamed.
2: (laughs) Uh.
0: Well, shame is just the first step in. The grieving process, Shay. <laughs>
1: you know. I don't think that's how that works, but <laughs> acceptance sure.
0: process. Um, Uh. Anyways, thank you for That is an interesting story, and I think there's a nice correlation there. And we've been able to calm Fish's restless soul about the matter that he's been dealing with. So all in all, it's a win for everybody, I think. Um, speaking of a win for everybody, I wanted to say this as we transition to the end of the show. We've still been playing, uh, we're basically wrapping up the show now. Um, we've still been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves, which is a lot of fun uh, as a group. Almost every Sunday we'll get together. I don't think we've missed a Sunday yet. Um, so it's <laughs> it, it's been like a tradition among us. I, I'm sure people are t- getting sick of all the Sea of Thieves videos on Instagram. At some point they'll probably slow down. Like every week something new happens that I'm not expecting. Last week the video I put up was basically a jousting match that happened. When we were steering our ship in a storm, and another ship came over, like, I don't know if they were attacking us or trying to go around us, and basically, we ended up spearing them with the front of our ship, and it was, as it happened, the video it looked cool, but maybe some people didn't think it looked as cool, but I can tell you being there in the moment, Josh, you remember this, like, it was like, it looked like the ship was going to jump our ship. It was, mm-hmm. it was crazy.
4: <sighs> yeah, it was a shame. We actually had four people this week, and two of them were actually... Inside our ship, bailing water and patching stuff because the storm was so bad. So they ended up missing, you know.
3: Who missed it,
0: Fish? Did you miss the jump?
3: Uh, I was coming just up. uh, Mm. Actually, no, I did see it. Um, I think you were like screaming, "Oh, we're we're about to hit him! We're about to hit him!" And they were were standing at at the bow of the ship. Yeah, and the whole time, and while you know, me and um, I think Ryan was with us were busy you know making sure we were still afloat you know and i was like what what the hell is morgan screaming about and then i came up and yeah stormy seas like big old wave was just like gonna roll over and like they come over that big ass wave and nearly jump over us as we scrape along the oh, side it of was crazy um, i didn't realize we actually scraped them with the front of our ship the bow
0: until i watched the video and saw it basically stabbed him and sliced down the side of them, which is why I got the idea to call it boat jousting. Because I, when it happened, I it happened really quickly and it didn't look like
3: that. So,
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the sound design is also awesome oh, in this goodness, game because yeah. you can hear where that damage is coming from. Like, as soon as like I heard the wood like crash against each other, I was like, "Oh shit, it's coming from the left over here." And I looked to left and like there was that sloop just like running alongside of the boat. Like, like moments like that is very. Intense and um, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, that cool. was a very fun part of that. It was uh, a yeah. little game that we played. Fun things happen.
0: I every time we get together, I'm just like, what crazy is going to happen next? Um, I'm going to try and finish Far Cry so I can move on to uh, God of War. I've been having trouble finishing Far Cry because it's just so incredible. Me and Fish still need to do our fishing tournament. Um, I the only thing I wanted to say about Far Cry because I got I've gotten a lot farther in it is that. One thing they they did not show very well in the marketing. I'm thinking about making a video about this too. Is how important the drugs are, the bliss drug, is to that game. And I think the reason that the marketing avoided that is because it would have come off like, oh, another game about drugs, man. You know, like I just don't think they would have been able to pull that off. And again, the marketing was controversial because they did the whole, you know, extremist redneck thing.
4: They wanted to pretend that the game was about something. So having it be about a drug cult would have. You know, it is. thrown that away. But the, the, the reason that the
0: people, uh, well, it's just the reason that people are more easily convinced to these charismatic leaders is because of the drug. The drug plays a, a large part of that world, more than I expected that it was going to. Um, also, like, the hallucinogenic nature, there's a boss fight in there, Josh, that reminded me of, like, Fish told me this when he beat Face Area, he was like, reminds me of Metal Gear Solid, and I'm like, what? That sounds crazy, and he was right. She was, it was like fucking some hallucinogenic Metal Gear Solid shit, uh, and it was awesome. So, that that game cons- continues to surprise me because I expected nothing of it. And I know, Josh, you have it sitting in your house. Can you believe this, Fish? Josh has Far Cry 5 just sitting in his house, just sitting there.
3: He hasn't touched it yet. Jump in, man. Jump into Hope County and enjoy that Montana life. If, um, if, if, if I... Uh... Go ahead, Fish. Oh, no, go ahead.
0: No, no, what were you going to say? What were you going to say, Fish? Good.
3: Uh, I I don't know what I was gonna say. Yeah, right. You guys could do. Did you get?
0: If you got on PS4, Josh, you guys could do co-op together. You Guys could try the co-op. So that could be fun. Okay. Josh, I know you think it's gonna be dumb, but you gotta trust me and Fish. No, you would it's, not it's going you to be dumb. Garbage.
4: I've already seen well, well past enough to know it's going to be unbelievably dumb. But I'll the probably play it fun, anyway.
0: Though.
3: It's still fun
0: still on it. Yeah.
3: It's an interesting open world game. I'll I'll say that.
0: Fish was skeptical too. When he bought it, he was like, "I've had horrible buyer's remorse." And then, mm-hmm. like, he's been playing it. He's probably farther than I am, or pl- played more of it than I have. So, um, addiction. Anyways, tell you, Josh. We'll mm-hmm. circle back around to that, but I'm, I'm going to have a special video coming up this week as well. I just think it's interesting that they did not show the drugs heavily in the marketing, and that is a big part of... If you're like, how can these crazy people influence these people's minds? Well, the drugs are a big part of it, and you might not like that as a plot device, but...
4: Well, I think, yeah. Again... I think it's a metaphor for meth. Well, Montana
0: has mm-hmm. a bad meth problem. We <laughs> have a bad meth problem here. Um, so maybe that's what it's about. We do. We really do have a bad meth problem in Montana. so
1: maybe there's some I, I think that I just think that the drug problem should be talked more about and it's not just like about um like I'm not saying just um like recreational drugs but like over the counter prescription drugs I think drugs are a huge problem in the US right now and if a mm-hmm. game can mm-hmm. build a legitimate narrative over that I think it should so if I I don't know what <sighs> I, what yeah. I don't know what Far Cry Five, if it has a legitimate
2: Not narrative really.
1: with drugs, or it's just like we're just doing drugs as recreation. But like, if a video game in the future has something more to add to that narrative, to like to bring it to the forefront of people's minds, I think it should be talked about. But that's maybe that's a subject we can talk about a different day. Actually, yeah, I don't fair know.
0: enough. Fair enough. I'm curious to see what Josh thinks about it when he actually slips into it um so i'm still enjoying that game quite a bit um and anyways as we just quick wrap up of the show i want to thank everyone who supported us on patreon again one more reminder if you decide uh, decide to support us we have a five dollar tier it's a top secret instagram page it's a lot of fun behind the scenes cool shit there well worth it and you can support our our growing cause here www.patreon.com slash and if not that's fine we still love you we're yeah. still going to make a free podcast And um, what
1: are are the other tiers, though?
0: The one dollar tier is basically an eternal gratitude tier. You know, thanks for for supporting us. We have a three dollar tier, which allows us to give you a shout out on the podcast. And we're going to collect all those at the end of the month and give a shout out at the end of the show. Um, And then, of course, the five dollar tier allows you to get access to our VIP Instagram page and a shout out at the end of the month. Um, And we have a very special, special. Um. Actually, I don't know. Do we have more tiers than that? God damn it! I have no. We idea. We do. We have
1: the <laughs> we have we have the fifty dollar tier. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. So we still got the fifty dollar yeah. tier, which is basically you can have a you can pick the topic of a show, which is pretty crazy. Uh, it's a lot of money, but it'll be all about you. We'll give you a shout out, tag you in the post, and we will discuss. Anything you want, um. So within reason, which we'll With, talk to you. Yes, about within
1: reason. Uh, let's make sure that's clear right now. Yeah.
0: Let's put it this way: this
1: will be the first thing Morgan has done on the table. within reason
4: so. all year. So you know, <laughs> it'll be uh, quite a change for us. Reason or moderation? Both
1: Either. those
0: words are foreign to me. I don't Touché. know what any of those words mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely never used a reasonable about of moderation. Um. Anyways, so that that's awesome. But again, if you just want to enjoy our show and support us and never give us any money, that's fine too. We're still going to keep making Chomcast for free and all the work you do. Cause we, we love it. So, um, yeah. next week we'll have all sorts of cool new stuff to talk about, new topics. Um, but it's been a, a really exciting week for everyone that's followed us on the Instagram page. Very quick rack wrap, wrap up. You can see the video of Shay's, uh, concert. We talked about at the beginning of the show. You can see, that we officially became a company. Uh, um, you can see the boat jousting incident I talked about as well, uh, all on our Instagram page. If you don't follow us yet, add swordchomp, but more than likely, you probably do. Um, so that's that's going to wrap it up. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I can see fish is getting squirrely on the webcam, so I know that we it's time to wrap it up. And like Josh says, even though I always try to wrap it up, I never, oh, wait, no, he didn't. He said, Morgan never wraps it up when he slips it in. Okay, there you go. That's a good point, Josh. I thought I, I tried to guess your joke without reading it, but I was wrong. Um, <laughs> I just I read Morgan never rap. That's all that it came up on my computer. So I'm like, oh, Josh is being in fun of the fact they don't wrap it up, which is true. At the beginning of the show, I said Shay takes the left and I take the right, which is unplanned pregnancies and herpes. So we've come full circle, guys. Yay! All right, let's let's wrap it up. Um, this has been a lot of fun, and we will see you next week on all new
2: Chompcast.